sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom Welcome to 10 Drink Minimum, sponsored by Topo Chico Seltzer. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. Hot dogs. Holly Ann's here. Hello. Ooh, I need to adjust that camera. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. And I think Smiley's here. I am. On time, even. Vaguely. Barely. Barely. Barely made it. Let's see if we can adjust his somewhat. How is everyone doing today? I'm exhausted. Oh. Did, did you wrestle in the Royal Rumble yesterday? I, you know what? I did. Oh, well, that makes sense. Oh, okay. No. I, uh, we, it was Hamster's last day at the brewery on Friday, and they made a beer bong out of different parts from the brewery fun and i felt okay. obligated to participate from different parts of the brewery i mean yeah, a fucking have... beer bong is like a funnel and a tube well yeah but they use like <laughs> a funnel and a bunch of gaskets and then oh, like man. hose it was somewhere there's a picture okay. um you want to sounds... you want to get into beer bong and stories huh <laughs> all right sounds very steampunk it, it was very steampunk looking um okay. Okay. and it was terrifying because the valve like there's mm -hmm. a valve on oh it. they did a valve one huh yeah Ooh. oh it was terrifying i uh let's see well i guess you you started this no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i've uh i've done a beer bong once or twice in my my lifetime i haven't done one in probably at least I, uh, 10 years i went to college yeah, yeah. i don't know if you knew this yeah <laughs> you learn english uh, higher, higher mathematics beer bongs yeah i think i had a beer bong i owned one till maybe like two years ago oh geez i had like the uh the cheap one you can get like at um what's the place in the mall spencer's well yeah i had that one where it was like just a funnel and a like plastic tube i had that one and i remember in college we would, I still have that one yeah in it's college somewhere in my house we would make them out of uh different things i think the coolest one i ever saw was someone cut one of those Culligan bottles in half? Oh yeah. And then they did have like the the tube on, you know, they had a big plastic tube that they got, and they lived in a in a place with a loft. Mm. Oh nice. And it had a spiral staircase. Oh wow. So the tubing, they like zip tied it all the way down the tubing, oh. and at the bottom it did have. That's pretty a, cool. Uh, it did have a, a nozzle or a. Valve. Yeah, shut off valve yeah this yeah. one ha held like 10 beers oh oh and then i think that one was it had like, like six it, someone beer bonged 10 beers they're not they're dead they're literally well dead. it's not for one person it's like mm. there was like five or six tubes yeah. coming off of it i mean you have brewers making a beer bong right but i've never done craft beer oh, in a gosh, beer bong yeah. and oh. it was <laughs> pearl haggard in a beer bong is 
I think hard. I've shotgunned some. I think I shotgunned a Java Stout from Santa Fe Brewing oh one time, God. which is pretty. Po- they shotgun them, but like, I was watching a thing earlier, and it was like things in movies that actors can't portray correctly, mm. and like binge drinking. I would say that like anytime oh, yeah. you see like a party scene, they've always got a beer bong full, and they're like spilling it all over the place. <laughs> you would never go to a party. Where they're doing beer bonging and be spilling it all over the place. First of all, like no one's ever paying attention. It's like it's like two guys with a beer bong off on their own. Usually when the beer bong is out, it's like kind of the center of attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? That's yeah. always it's always bullshit. Like you're like, okay, that's not real. You know, like when the party's going on and then they focus on the two people talking and everything like fades out in the background and you're like, Okay, yeah. that party's pretty quiet. But yeah, the beer bong so we I used to have a beer bong. I used to have uh, one you could shotgun beer bottles. Oh, you nice. stuck it on top of the beer bottle, and oh, you could just pound one down. You know, my day that was just called a bendy straw. You could do a bendy. It's straw. just a bendy <laughs> straw. And, and, you and put it, a bendy straw in there, and just and and that's what it was. It was like a it was like a piece of plastic hose with a smaller straw like plastic hose that that went through the side of it. Oh, okay. For the air intake. Yeah. And so you would put the straw down in the bottle and just. Oh, and God. it's I like know. the beer just falls out yeah <laughs> and it's really weird because i remember like being when i was like 18 or 19 i was like deathly afraid of like beer bonging really i was yeah i was super scared of it like i was like oh god this is you know it's scary because yeah. you've, you've seen it go bad before right yeah it's not good when it well goes i was bad. more afraid i was gonna like be embarrassing yes well yeah that's what yeah. i meant you don't not, get it down you get beer all over you everyone yeah, laughs yeah, yeah. So I remember, oh gosh, well, I, you started this, remember this. <laughs> I remember, so my, I think I was 19, I think, maybe. Yeah, I was 19. Um, so when you when you pledge a fraternity, they always have, and I mean, this this is 20, 30, maybe 20 years ago, 20 years, Jesus, 29 years ago. Um, <laughs> so it could be different now. They do like the pledge pinning. Like oh. the first two weeks of school are dry for the fraternities oh at least at my college they were this is not probably everywhere like you couldn't drink at all no and that was and that was to kind of like give everyone a chance for recruitment so you didn't just like fucking throw like raging fucking beer parties and then and then that's how you got your members i mean we would i mean we did it anyway sure we just didn't do it at the fraternity house you know and so um we, we, you know, then the, the Friday, the last Friday or the second Friday of those two weeks, um, the recruitment process ends at five o'clock. Oh. So the party is called 501. Okay. And, you know, you would have your pledge pinning mm-hmm. and then, you know, you'd get fucking, blah, you know. So I remember mine, we, we, there was five fraternities on our campus and we hated one. Everyone oh. hated the same one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and they were the biggest one. Mm. You know? And so my pledge penny, my 501 party, we had it at this house. Just go uh, back. You're all nerds. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had seven kegs. Each fraternity of each fraternity brought four, brought a keg, or not four, brought, brought a keg. Mm. And um, there was seven total. And I'll never forget this. Some dude did a keg stand that was like 42 seconds long. Oh, my God. And I, I don't know if that's still good. I mean, I don't know if that's good. If you guys know, if you guys, I mean, what are your guys' like 
crazy like beer stories, but there were seven kegs at my 501 party and a dude did a 42 second keg stand. I'll never forget it. And he, you know, you, you've ever done a keg stand? Oh yeah. Did he just drop afterwards? Mm -hmm. Did he like, he, he was did still he coherent? No, he was professional. Oh, he was wow. good. He was good. But like after that, I was kind of like, whoa, I don't know if I want to be like that. And then I felt as I got older and I was like a senior member of the fraternity, I, I needed to be like better at that stuff so that I couldn't uh, be embarrassing. So, sure, sure. Uh, things are well. Is. Things are well. Uh, we're just talking about crazy party stories because yeah. Holly Ann over the weekend was doing beer bongs. I was. Like um, a like a, like a a teenager. <laughs> and my kids were there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You all kids. You, did you look at them? Did you do this? Did you did you take the beer bong like the hose as someone's holding it up, put it to your mouth, then all of a sudden turn to your kids and go, "Don't be like me, kids," <laughs> and no, then plow I, it down. I actually told them this is this is what brilliance looks like. <laughs> she, um, this is how you do it, little kids. <laughs> no, they were playing. Nanny has a little like house set oh, up yeah. in the grain bags. Okay. And okay. it was her last night ever being able to hang out in there. Aww. So she they she was over there. But, Tearing it down. But it did feel She was playing uh, flip cup over on the side. <laughs> you know, she was she was playing Kings. Doing a little boat racing. Um no, it was a little it was a little weird though because yeah. I was like, "What if the kids see me doing this? This is humiliating." What if the kids see you do it and you? Fa How many beers you bought? One. Who knows? They yeah. poured ten in the thing, and then you just had a hose, and you just—I so, did. I lasted the longest out of everybody though. Uh, mm. Well, there you go. So that's interesting. So it was just so okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this is like endurance racing, but with beer. <laughs> yeah. This is endurance drinking. Yes. I don't. First of all, it's not a good idea. <laughs> no. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm but just I'm saying also it's not saying a good, I'm just, it's not. I'm, I don't think it's a good idea. Like the 24 hours of uh, <laughs> of uh, of shock of like beer bonging is probably not going to be. I mean, it'll the YouTube channel might get some hits until yeah. they pull it. But um, the endurance drinking, interest. Well, endurance power drinking. Because that's power, power drinking, drinking. Yeah. I thought it was just called like a music fest, right? Isn't that like yeah. uh, we have the weekend, we have the weekend, no one's going to mess with you, just drink. Maybe just sit the yeah. entire three days and drink the whole time. Jesus. Yeah. I only drank one other beer. I sipped one other you beer the whole time. You need to. You probably had four. I was, I was done after yeah. that. Um, did, but you wake up in your, did you wake up in your own sick? No. Oh. Because I, was, I had to sober up okay. and take the, the kids home, so... You did a fucking like six six beer bong, and then drove your kids home. <laughs> like three hours after that. Okay. It wasn't like okay. Let's not make it sound. I do not I drink and drive my kids. I'm fucking with you. Um, no, but I will tell you that hamster he got driven home mm -hmm. by our friend's wife. Oh man. And uh, like them to get you know. And she had just gotten off work, so she was sober. And man, I have to tell you, I feel bad for her because yeah. the stories I heard, they left the brewery and then went to somebody's house. Oh. And like, I don't know, it sounded nuts. And I will tell you that Hamster was worse for the wear yesterday. Oh, hold on. Okay, Duke City Warrior <laughs> says, I haven't picked up a drink in years, but when I consumed some, I always felt guilty about it. Oh. Why? I mean, did you just power drink or what? You, are you one of those people you have one you have to have 20 i mean that i mean that's fair you know and if that's you then maybe you know get some help if not not duke city warrior but somebody out there yeah. if you're listening if you're listening um 
So did you count like how many? Like I don't know how you would know how much you drank if they do ten. So I think, I think the whole point of it is that you you don't worry about how much you're drinking. Uh, what? Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. Uh, I stopped That's counting. Not, no. I stopped counting my drinks at like nineteen. How are you gonna brag about it? You know how many fucking beers I bogged out okay, of fucking well, stupid. But Chris, these aren't fraternity brothers. These are brewers who drink like a million beers a day. So like they are just like who can who can suck. I'm, down I'm putting the, the camera on me so I show my disappointment <laughs> as I look at you. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not listening to this. Well, I don't care what they, who they are. You got to be like, so many beers you beer bong. Dude, I saw this dude. This is no lie. We loaded up a beer bong that could hold a six pack, mm. and he almost did six beers. See, that's too much. Well, I said almost. the The sixth one didn't stay down. Well, oh. that, Phil, that's that's so much. <laughs> that's too much. He was, like, he was stretching out your tummy there. <laughs> oh, she says, because I didn't know when to stop and I always got sick after. Okay, uh, yeah. well, that's fair. Fair enough. Sounds so, more so, like someone felt guilty about puking. So he spit out the sixth <laughs> beer or, you know, it, he didn't, I don't think he really, I don't think you, you, you consider it spitting when your stomach pushes it back out. Is that fair? Right? Yeah. But yeah, like, it's just, you know, it's like a balloon. This was also it's like, pop or it's going to pop out. This was our, our like fraternity version of like Bluto from Animal House. Oh, okay. He was the dude who could like, like when we had Greek week. Yeah. Like, you know, they had, they'd have like the, you know, running and fucking basketball or whatever. And we get our asses hand to us. Now, when it came to the food eating. Oh. We would fuck everyone's world. This dude, I'm not kidding. Like they would do, uh, the guys had to eat a, like a medium pizza and the girls would have to do like half a medium. Oh. And, and they would go compete at the same time. Yeah. He would beat. The women. Oh, my God. And, I mean, it was crazy. Like, he would take two slices, slap them together, and eat it as one. Oh, my God. I saw, like, what was it like he could eat a, a he, you know, because, you know, he was a professional. He could tell me these things. He had these stats, you know. Oh, my God. He's like, I can do a Big Mac in three bites. And I was oh like, holy Jesus. God. And then, like, a Subway, like, foot long was like, I can't remember, like, like 30 seconds or something. It was a crazy amount of time. And, I, I gotta tell you, Chris. Yeah. There, there's not a lot of things that gross me out. Uh-huh. Food eating contests where people eat as much as like competitive can, eating. Yeah, grosses me out. Okay. I can't do. And I think you don't like it, Joy Chestnut or no, oh. no. What, what, I can't what, watch it. Why does it freak you out? I mean, I I like it. I think it's just like I don't. It just grosses me out. I yeah. don't know. And it, it's not that I think they are gross or Is anything like that. Is it the like gluttony that. of it? No, I think it's just like the idea of smushing all that food in your body. Just that's what it does in your tum tum. Yeah. Oh man, like yeah. It. I don't I'm like a, thinking about that part of you. Gotta, See, I like yeah. to make eating as unappetizable <laughs> as possible. Mm. It's like I, that, it makes dieting so much easier. I'm like, I don't even want that food. It's gross. How many? That be- doesn't sound healthy. How many beers have you ever bonged, Smiley? Uh four. See, he knows. See, that Smiley's sounds a professional. crazy. I don't think I've done four. I want to say three, maybe two to three. I think in I my heyday, two, maybe two. In my heyday, I did three. Yeah, but that was when I was like twenty-one. Yeah, you know? it, what was weird is like when I was in college, you'd have a keg party. I mean, you know, hidden at your house. Yes. Uh, the girls would come over and do the beer bongs. Yeah. Like like crazy amounts. Like it was weird. Like the girls always did it way more than the guys. Well, because well, because um part of the skill set for beer bongs is also the skill set for other things that girls typically mm, do. Interesting. I don't think she's talking about magic tricks. I am not. She might be. 
You have to. I mean, I learned how to open my throat so yeah. I could hide things in there. You but... have to open your throat. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Smiley. <laughs> what are you hiding in your throat? Drugs? No, it's you know <laughs> you start off with an ice cube. You had an ice cube in your throat, and you, so you can go into solid things. So you can like hide things. Like, oh no, it's gone. Oh no, here it is. Oh, it's a magic trick. Magic tricks. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe and we should move on. I don't know. I don't you know. started it with your beer bottle. You talked. I did not mean to open the floodgates of. No, I enjoyed it. Uh, um, so I went to the eighth anniversary at Sidetrack Brewing yesterday. I saw that. I did some, you know, and they were doing like a thing where if you got a beer, you got a ticket to the uh, drawing, which I didn't win. How dare you? How dare they? I I'm pretty sure Dan has it. Did, did they snub you? Yeah, Dan has it. They're in all Chris. Me. No, Dan. Oh, Chris again. Dan, Dan from way. Sidetrack. I'm throwing this out there. Dan from Sidetrack has it in for me. But why? I don't know. What did you do? Uh, nothing. I mean, I go there and I patron it, patronize, pay, pay, give patronage to his establishment. I don't know. Uh, or do you patronize them? Uh, you know what I mean. Um, I mean, I do anytime I go there and I'm put out, I, I blame Dan. I mean, I do uh, that. That's fair though. Right. Uh, I mean, like if I go in the beer that I like is out, I yell, Dan. I mean, that is his fault. As loud as I can. I go, Dan, yard. you know? Yeah. That's for yeah. sure his fault. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it is. <laughs> you are spicy today. No, I like Dan. No, I went in the eighth anniversary. So crazy thing is, when Sidetrack Brewing opened, which don't go there, it's not you know it's not a place you want to go to. You'll never find it. You'll never find it, and you just shouldn't try. Uh, so <laughs> I was there the first day it opened. I was there the first day it opened. So yesterday I went and I sat. I here's how here's so we it started at one the little two year the eight year anniversary. Yeah. So I get there. Or I'm like I'll get there early so we can get a table because I was like it's probably gonna be packed. So I get there and it's like 1230 and they're not open. And they're like, oh. we don't open till one. And I'm like, oh. So I go to the coffee shop next door and I get, you know, a chai latte and I go sit outside. So then at five till I'm standing outside waiting for them to open the door. And I couldn't have felt more like an alcoholic standing outside <laughs> waiting for them to open a bar at fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm all, oh, please open the door. You know. Hey, it's cold outside here. Come on. Yeah. Give me the warmth of your uh, of I'm your sorry. group hub. My body's shaking. Can you please give me a beer? As somebody who used to bartend, yeah, it happens, right? Oh my God, does it happen? Yeah. And they come in and they're shaking, and you, a good bartender, mm -hmm. knows that they're regular what they drink and just has it on the bar ready for them, because sometimes mm -hmm. those people can get a little grumpy. Yeah, oh yeah. If they're not the first one to get the drink. Little delirium trimmings. Yeah. Uh, they're asking, have you recovered from Comic-Con? Yes, but it did take, man, it, it takes me about four or five days. Are you <laughs> kidding? This is the first drink I've had since Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. That whole week, I mean. That, we did, that was a rough week, man. We did Thursday That's night with lot. Ming at, uh, at um, Dry Heat. Dry Heat. Friday night, Friday all day, it, I took him around on a media tour. Had breakfast with uh, his agent, and then Saturday, and then Friday night we partied, and yep. then Saturday all day at the Comic Con, and then we partied, and then he <laughs> left Sunday morning, and I, I just like, I didn't go, I stayed in bed. Bed rot, huh? Uh, D Duke City Warrior, were you at the Comic Con? You hadn't been there, no, you weren't there. You didn't get to see Trish Trash, Trish Stratus, give me a piggyback ride on stage. <laughs> Pretty amazing. 
It's good it times. Good times. But um, oh, the funny thing too is I go to work, and one of my some like this is like the first job I've worked at where my coworkers don't really know like my outside life. Yeah. And one of them follows me on Facebook, and he, you got to meet Ming Chin. <laughs> and that's, I, that's and funny. I, and I laughed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got to meet him. And he's like, what was he like? I was like, well, we've kind of been friends for like five years. Has it been like five years? Yeah. So, I mean, I met him a long time ago. And he's like, what do you mean you're friends? I was like, well, he comes to town and we all hang yeah, out. We hang out. <laughs> I go to Houston with him. I said, remember when I went to Comic Palooza in Houston? I was, he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I stayed with him. <laughs> he's like, what? I know. Um, somebody asked me if I actually was friends with Ming Chen. Oh, wow. And I was like, you, yes. You, you're like, I introduced him to everybody. And I'm like, um, yes, we are. He actually drug texts me. That's not a thing I made up. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll send me weird, like, every time he goes to a weird dive bar or does something weird, he sends me a text. And, the, and to me, I, like, forget that Ming is, you know, Ming. I just think he's my friend. And uh, so somebody lost their absolute mind because mm -hmm. they saw that he did the podcast with us. And oh, I wow. was like. Okay yeah he's he's my friend so he comes and i didn't really talk did you notice like at, at the at the um podcast there were people that showed up just for him like they had like the yeah quick stop like uniform oh, yeah. on yeah yeah no. oh so he sends me this let's see if i can pull it up and it's like him and joy fatone on the <laughs> uh on the uh, Is that on the cruise yeah on the impractical jokers cruise and i guess joy fatone dyed his hair blonde <laughs> <laughs> never a good idea i've done it myself never a good idea but... i went i had a blonde face i don't look good as a blonde yeah it doesn't work with my skin tone <laughs> but nobody told me that in high school i did it once as a joke <sighs> my brother was bleach blonde at the time and he he was out of town for a month so both me and my roommate i decided like we're gonna come back and we're gonna have his haircut when he comes back just to freak <laughs> him out oh wow but yeah, <laughs> it also no. did not look great on me but no we, yeah it was. It took me a little while to recover, but I'm I'm recovered now. Yeah. Did I, what did I do Friday night? I went to something. I went out and oh, we tried to go out and watch. Oh man. So uh -huh. I forgot about this. All right. So we went to go watch some some live music, and I won't say the name of the establishment. Okay. It's a place we used to go a lot. Oh. And it changed its name downtown. They have some of the same beers. But oh. they changed their name. Wait. Do you know? Do you know which place? No. Okay. I think so. <laughs> I, I think I didn't solve this riddle, but I'll oh, ask you I, later. I, I said the name. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, if you listen back, you'll hear it. Okay. Anyway, so we go to this place, and I uh, want to go watch the bands. And we go in, and um, we get beers, and we go to watch them. And there's like one of the new owners. He's on the spectrum. Okay. And he's always trying to like get everything like perfect. And like one time, I one of our friends was there playing, and I saw him up on the upper area, and he was like moving lights. And she's like singing, and she like looks up, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and so this time, we're we're trying to watch Javier's band, mm -hmm. uh, what, something magic, strange magic, or something. Yeah. And they're great. They're really good. I liked them. Yeah. And this dude just fucking unleashes the goddamn smoke machine in the place <laughs> smokes out the room oh my god now it wouldn't have been bad but coincidentally oh no at the same time they burn something really bad in the kitchen no 
And it also smelled like burnt hair. Oh no. So you have a room full of smoke <laughs> and it reeks of like like so your so your mind is like, okay, this place is on fire. Yeah. So we end up leaving. Oh my god. And people started leaving. Cause this dude was that like That sucks for the bands. Yeah. We didn't even stay for the, the headliner. Like I thought I knew what the place was, but Oh, that now, is crazy. But n- now that you say they had a kitchen, I'm kinda like, I don't think They I didn't know. have a kitchen before when they were the previous establishment. Think of near marble. Yeah. That made it even more confusing. It shouldn't. North of marble. Anyway. Huh. But uh <laughs> we had a beer there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, now yeah. you know. Nope, still don't know. I'm done. How on earth? I just, I just like, I like, I like that perfect storm thing going on now. They're like, should we hide the smoke from the kitchen with the smoke machine? <laughs> right now, everyone thinks that we're on fire. Yeah, uh, they say in the chat, "How do you encounter these crazy situations?" Lol. Oh. I've got to be honest with you. It's called going out. Maybe it's called going go out. out more. It's called going out. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I kind of feel like I'm a magnet for some crazy shit to happen. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but like, uh, you know, and I don't even think that's crazy, but it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, first of all, you're going to fill the place full of smoke. What if people are asthmatic, you know? Yeah. That, sure. You can't do that. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I live a crazy, do I live a crazy life? Y- yeah. I mean, Seems normal to me. Okay. I think thanks. all of us are just kind of. Th- thank you, Smiley. Just kidding. You still don't know which place it is. Well, no. If one extraordinary thing doesn't happen to me every day, I feel like I may have missed a day. <laughs> there. <laughs> oh. There you go. Oh. I will also say this. Since oh. since the new owners have taken over, <laughs> the uh, creative naming of the beer has ended. Oh, well, I'm sure. They have one that's called the Neighborhood Stout. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? I like it. Uh-huh. Um also I just I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna say okay. that um when you bring up that place and uh-huh. you know really any any establishment, uh you should check the the um status of their um health code. Oh, I heard about this. Oh my god. Was it you that was telling me about the place downtown? I don't know. The one downtown? Uh, yeah. They got shut down? Well, that one and <laughs> there was another one that, again, I'm not going to say the name, but they were like, <laughs> cat or dog feces was found in the brewing area. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, fucking gross, man. Yeah. That's why. Well, when uh, At least clean it up. I got to tell you, though, when Smiley and I went there and made a beer, wasn't the cleanest place. I thought that was normal. I, no, it's supposed it's, to be it's like It's supposed to be spotless. immaculate, yeah. Oh, not like you're in a barn? No. No. Okay. Like, Hamster has told me horror stories about, like, what happens Mm -hmm. if brewing equipment is not sanitized very, very, very... We'll see. Do you get your tum tums? And that's why. And that's that's, my new favorite word. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. And that's why I like to go to breweries where you can see the brewing area. Yeah. Um, Sidetrack, marble. Hamster literally can taste a beer and be like, "Ma, I'm not drinking this. Yeah. Not clean equipment. No. Um, but drink that white one up there, Smiley. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you brought it. 
and I'll take it with me, but I'm not going to drink it. Uh, give it to some kids. I am. I'm, I mean, I am. some young people, not kids, like some 22 year olds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're That's kids. I, I should, I needed to clarify that. I know. I have to do that all the time. I'm going to go hang out with the kiddos. I'm like, you're going to go drink with kids. I'm like, well, they're like 22. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else do you call that? Oh, man. Um, which, speaking... uh, which place? You don't want to say what place was nasty and got tagged. I know one got shut down downtown. Yeah. I heard that. I tried to find the, the, the story, though, and I couldn't find that. Oh, well, I mean, if you mosey downtown. It's shut down. I think that one is shut down. Still? I, I think. So they clean it. And that's terrible. That's really awful. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I haven't and, enjoyed that place's beers in mm -hmm. a while anyway. Actually, so. the last time I was there, they were better than they've ever been. Wait, I don't know if we're talking about the same place, though. I think we are. This is getting very confusing. It's so confusing <laughs> for anyone listening to this store. Who are the, what are they talking about? Is this the place that's over by Safe House? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They were better than they've ever been the last time. Oh, there, really? Which was like six months ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of stopped going there because... Uh -huh. Um, the staff changed, mm -hmm. and I didn't. I didn't like some of the staff. Oh, that's right. And um, the new staff or old? I don't know. Uh, they made like a big old switch up, and then I went in there, and it was they it fired didn't them feel all the same. Because oh. they, well, I'll I'll be honest with you on that. I thought the staff that they had were terrible at customer service. <laughs> well, there was one in particular. Actually, I know why I stopped going there because they fired one person that i mm. loved very much okay and then i was like you know what fuck all of them yeah and so i haven't been back since but um you know if you're not doing your job I you're actually, not doing your job i actually drive past two breweries on the way to go to the one that i love yeah what like, does that tell you yeah i mean there's so many here but i also feel like um i don't know customer service today okay here's the thing Getting off of breweries, I went and got gas on my way here today, mm -hmm. and the guy was so rude that I wanted to just be like, can I get that refunded? The gas? Yeah, I just wanted, like, I was like, I'm not even going to go pump my gas now. Oh, I thought you got the gas, and you're like, you know what, I didn't like that gas. No, 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 just the guy was so rude, because I have to run my card. It's just easier for mm -hmm. me if I run my card, like, at a place of yeah you know point of sale or whatever because otherwise my card for some reason flags it as suspicious oh. and it's just a pain in the ass well anyway the guy acted like i was really inconveniencing him inconveniencing him by just like existing and uh, he rolled his eyes at me what and i was just like okay you son of a bitch if i wasn't running later how than dare I you now. circle k worker <laughs> I'm sure they deal with a lot of shit, but like, come on. Yeah. You don't need to be mean. He was probably late for his meth break. Maybe. <laughs> Smiley. I uh, see that the, the place you were talking about, the brewery place. I, that's how it was for me when I would go there. The beers would be inconsistent. Yep. But then when I did go there, I'd go up there and I'd be like, uh, yeah, can I get another beer? They'd be like, <sighs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bother you there so we were in the comedy group chat we were talking about these things um the breweries and there was somebody so there are a few comedians who don't drink and so if we go to an open mic they'll order like a sprite or a mm -hmm. coke or whatever and i guess the owner of one of these places i don't know which one um <laughs> literally rolled their eyes at this comedian because he ordered a sprite at their establishment 
And it's like, you know what? If they don't drink alcohol, it's nice of them to wow. even order anything. Yeah, they're paying for something. Yeah. Shut the fuck Plus, up. Plus, what if he's like the designated driver? Right. Assholes. That's some weird shit. <laughs> Roll your eyes so, at Sprite now. That, <laughs> that's some weird shit right there. And that's that's an American thing. Yeah. And Or maybe at least, you know, in, in the American culture that we live in, in the Southwest or whatever. I don't necessarily know like New York or Chicago. But when I was in, in Germany... Their culture is just built way different. Like yeah. where if you go out to a club or a bar or a discotheque, whatever the fuck they call it, there's always a group of people drinking and there's always one person not drinking. And Well, because they take DUIs super yeah. serious. Oh, fucking A they do. You lose your license for like 10 years. Yeah, and it costs a lot of money to get it back. So you get like... It costs a lot of money to get it in the first place. Yeah, well, and you get like two chance, And you get one chance in Germany. And then mm -hmm. if you do it again, they, they're like, obviously you're not mentally capable yeah. of having a driver's license because you right. did it again. Well, and then like... And their freeways are scary too. Oh, so. the Autobahn? Yeah. <laughs> like, well... I didn't, so there's, I have some crazy, some stuff about that, but like the thing too, is like when you're driving on the Autobahn or you, I think if you're just driving in general, if you get pulled over and you don't have like an extra pair of replacement yeah. belts, you jumper have to have cables, a whole safety kit. you have to have a whole safety kit. They will find the shit out of you. Yeah. Now the other thing too, is like these, the Autobahn now has like somewhat regulation on it. It is not mm. full throttle out, but parts of it are. Yeah. So then the newer supercars mm. are programmed i don't know i don't know if they're programmed with it or if it's a gps thing or what so when you're on the part of the autobahn that is limited the car will not go over that limit yeah and until you pass that limit and then the car can now yeah. go as fast as you want no it's crazy Isn't that so nuts? we my parents lived there for six years or something and i would go out there for a month or two at a time and my favorite thing about germans is that when there is what they call a stau, which is like a like a traffic jam. Oh, I got one of those in my eye one time. <laughs> um, people will break out picnic baskets. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Like that they, is that is correct. They have a little table that they pop yeah. out, and then they'll they'll set up like a whole picnic. Yeah, they'll have they'll have little sausages. When and there meats. is a wreck on the autobahn, it is not good. It's. I remember the first day I was in Germany. They picked me up at the airport, and we were driving back. And I think we were in a three-hour traffic jam. Yeah. Because I just remember one of the guys yelling out the window, and I asked what they said, and he said, I would rather be in this traffic jam than riding a bike. <laughs> That's what he was yelling at a guy that rode by on his bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Fair. Fair. Um, oh. 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 Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that was my weekend. Uh, I went to a housewarming party. Oh, we, we watched the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good call on that. Did you watch it? No, no, but you you, you called Cody Rhodes. I did. Yeah. Did I he did. win the yep, Royal Rumble? He did. Oh, it wasn't your mom? It wasn't my mom. Well, Thank I mean, you. your mom, Debbie. I told her you I said think... that, and she said she was going to cold fuck you up. It, it, see? That's what I'm saying. She, w she could win a Royal Rumble. My mom goes, what? And I said, uh, Holly Ann said, and she goes, what? <laughs> and then she's like, she said, you tell Holly Ann, I'm going to kick her ass all over the goddamn studio. That's the bottom line. And then she, you know, wow. you're done. I mean, I guess all talks. Yeah. In case anyone was wondering, that was a spot on impersonation. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, how was the housewarming party? Oh, it was, 
you know you're all was, cold very cold it, <laughs> it was uh it was great yeah um my children they they invite they like let children go and i wasn't aware that their backyard was so great and i was a little nervous mm -hmm. but they had like sidewalk chalk and all this stuff so it was fun but um i i like look over and like joe anderson is just chilling oh joe was there yeah who's yeah. house forming um are you allowed to say i'll, I'll say at the break but, okay um but it was just uh, uh you know you know he hates that situation yeah no he was uh he he seemed fine he was talking okay to people yeah um not his but, ideal scenario though yeah well did you see him at his actual house because that's the only time i've seen him that comfortable no no wait, wait no. he sat he was sitting down no he wasn't sitting oh. actually he was i should have said he was you know pacing oh. or whatever yeah because i was like Walking i've never around. i don't think i've ever seen joe sit down i don't think so he's either. worse than smiley for standing up <laughs> do you know like he has like a, a stand-up desk and they have a two by four that like he stands on oh yeah wow i mean i like stand up. that's desks. why he's They're so nice. successful though probably yeah i've heard i've been considering getting one of those little treadmill desk things mm -hmm. for uh writing my book because sitting has really wrecked my back like typing i'm three chapters in on my just novel. get a sit stand Ooh. get a what sit stand what is that that's where you can stand while you yeah work on your stuff i just you know our house is just so crowded right now i don't even know where i would put not one do you have thing. a desk i do i have one that goes on top of a desk oh, okay. and elevates i'll just get one um but yeah you I, could probably use that one yeah i think that's what the, i think that was oh, an offer. oh i see yeah. i see i see I don't use it. Um, yeah, I uh, I've been doing about three thousand words a day. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna need to. Do we get first right of refusal on the stuff you say about us? <laughs> it's not about you guys, unless uh, you work at a truck stop strip club. I might. Oh. I've almost gotten kidnapped there once. So yeah. that I mean, count? that might make it in the book. You know, there may be a character <laughs> named Carl that surely resembles me. I don't know. I don't know. There, you know, you, you never know. Is it called? Is it going to be called Truck Stop Strip Club? I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. No. I haven't. That's like harder than naming my kid. Right. I think. Yeah. Well, probably. You always have something in the back of your mind for that. You're all, the kid's going to be named this. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't have a hard time naming my son at all. Yeah. We didn't fight at all. It is was... it like a cat? You just wait till you see it. Oh, I know what the name is for oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we Ninja. Named him Ninja. Ninja. Kid's name's Ninja. Uh, no. Yeah, we named him before we knew he was a he. Oh. We had two names picked out. It took us five minutes. Did you get one of them books? No. Oh. No, we don't. We don't. Um, Believe in books? No, we like. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit if I'm like writing a novel, but I'm like, we don't do books in our house. Someone's like, so I was reading the day, uh, in this house, we don't believe in book learning. <laughs> nope. Uh, Show it me, me on the internet. Don't, what is this? Get that away from me. Please yeah. step outside. We don't want to learn here. Nah. -uh. There's only one book not allowed in my house. Mm. I'm not going to say what it is, but uh -oh. I think you can venture to guess. Calvin and Hobbes. It's Dune. <laughs> Dune. No, I love Dune. Oh. Um. So, so yeah. So you didn't went to house. I I watched Royal Rumble. That's cool. Why didn't you watch it? Um. You could have come over. I, I mean, I wasn't invited. Um. <sighs> first of all, you're always invited to those. But uh, I don't know. Well, because we went to that housewarming party, which was like in the afternoon, and then 
you know, my kids were done. They were mm. like, no, thank you. Well, I, I said you were invited. Yeah. Not all these people that live with me. <laughs> all, these, I'm just kidding. all these creatures that live with me. So the women's match was much better than the men's again. Again. Yeah, I like that. The men's was boring. Why was it boring? It just was. I don't know. What there makes. Was... Okay. I have a real question. You already okay. knew who was going to um, win? Yeah. No, but like what makes a wrestling thing boring? Um, like, like, what about it was boring? Was well, it? Well, Royal Rumble's different. Is different from normal wrestling things. Like Royal yeah. Rumble's the thirty people in, and then you, you know they they start out with two people, and every ninety seconds another person comes in, and you yeah. get eliminated by going over the top. That's why I invite people over for that one because it's fun. It's like yeah. silly. Um, and the women's was really cool because you know there was some shocking entrance. Oh. You're like, oh shit. Um, what was the shocking entrance? The TNA, uh, so TNA is a different federation. Oh. And the women's champ from that showed up. Oh, cool. Oh. And she's not in WWE, but they let her come and do it. That's cool. And, and it's very rare. That's like very shocking for WWE to allow that. So that happened. Uh, Naomi, who was the TNA women's champion up until a week ago, debuted again in this. She was in WWE back in the day, left. Oh. The, she got, she walked out because her and her partner were being fucked over. Mm. And she went and was in TNA for a while, but she returned last night. So she's like back in WWE. Yeah. And okay. so there was that. Um, but the women's match was just more fun. Oh. Okay. It was more, first of all, they, they're more colorful. Yeah. They have better characters. Um, you can clearly tell which ones are going to lose because, you know, they're like the generic, like, woman oh. wrestler. But, um, there was just a lot more cool stuff that they did, you know, in the ring. Mm. Like, they did some really cool maneuvers. They did, you know, and then when the men's came in, there was like the the surprise entrance was Andrade, and everybody's like everybody knew it was happening. Oh, and Andrade sucks. I think he sucks. He sucked in in WWE. He sucked in AEW. Now he's gonna suck again in WWE. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But I was like, whoa, Kaduki. <laughs> this was also the first big like they they don't call them pay per views anymore. They call them premium live event. Oh, okay. In the post Vince McMahon WWE. Oh, because you saw all that, right? Oh man, yeah. Did you read those text messages and Awful. shit? Good lord! Oh, wow, I did not. Oh god! So this, so this, so one of the, <laughs> so one of the former employees is accusing them of sex trafficking, and he was <gasps> sex trafficking them. And at one point, he was like taking poops on her head. Mm. Oh my god! And uh, then he was offering her to like Brock Lesnar. So they pulled Brock Lesnar. So it was so bad. Wait, wait, wait! I have a question before uh, you continue. Yeah, is this like? In the storyline, or this no. is like an actual no, thing no, this no. like this is real. Oh my! So God. Friday, so it all come out. It came out Friday, and Slim Jim immediately pulled their sponsorship of Royal Rumble. So it was a big fucking deal, oh right? Oh my God! So then, within like a couple of hours, Vince McMahon has completely resigned from all because they're they're owned now by TKO. Yeah. So TKO owns uh, UFC and WWE together. Yeah. Okay. So Vince had already been pulled from like the creative stuff. Yeah. So he sold it, but then he was still an employee, oh which was God. weird. Cause like, you know, he, he, he's very, yeah. and like, he resigned last year and then reinstated himself or something to sell know. it, to sell it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, uh, anyway, so at this point he was an employee. Which has got to be tough for him because he's such a, you know, he's got to be like hands on and he's such a, like, well, apparently know, a monster. A monster. Yeah. Anyway, like, they, all these text messages come out where he's like telling this woman that she has to sleep with all these different people. And I mean, I don't, oh I didn't read all of them because it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I can And 
then there was so much like victim blaming on fucking social media. I hate that. And, uh, when I see stuff like that, it just really, especially when you have receipts of yeah. what has happened. Oh, yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? And then even the beloved Jim Cornette came out and was like, well, it seemed like she liked some of the transactions oh, that happened. I was like, oh, my God. He's going to get canceled. So Brock Lesnar. They pulled him, so he got pulled from the Royal Rumble. But why? Because he was one of the people that was uh, that was part of the transactions. Oh my god! As far as I know, there's I'm probably more. This, there's but... probably more than we even know. Um, oh yeah, and like here you go. He even names the sex toys after the, after the wrestlers. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's what that's what Duke City Warrior yeah. just said. Yeah. So speaking of victim blaming, yeah, there's like a new, and it has a little bit to do with the, it's like in the same vein, but uh, there's a new true crime doc that oh, yeah, came yeah. out on netflix and i forget what, i think it's called like american nightmare or something it was about this girl that like her boyfriend she was kidnapped out of their house mm -hmm. and her boyfriend like was drugged and he woke up the next morning called the cops it looked very sus okay and i don't want to spoil anything for everyone but like when you watch this you get to that last episode and mm -hmm. you just want to rage punch every single police officer that worked on that case i mean i want to do it to most of them well yeah gonna, like, but this one was like from everyday how <laughs> yeah chris you're gonna want to hit a cop oh whoa 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 <laughs> not and, that cop and you know like the amazing thing was they had a female detective working on a different case that ended up being like wait a minute wait a minute did we did we make this woman feel terrible and she could be involved in this other thing no it was Ugh, it was so bad and it and even with that after watching the last episode there are still people online blaming her wow and i was just like oh excuse me that weird thing is happening again are you burping again yeah gross mm -hmm. it's like air builds anyway um no, and it and I'm glad that Netflix did that because I think it's showing that like society has a really really bad habit of not believing women. Mhm. Mm oh yeah. And not listening to women. Sure. And even though it's 2024, it's still pretty bad. Yeah. It's still pretty bad. Like 83 million dollars bad? I mean <laughs> oh, when I found that out, so Chris, Chris sent me a um, a, a thing, like I think immediately when he saw it, and I said Jesus, and then I go and look at it, and mm. I was just like, whoops, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude, because she <laughs> deserves every penny, and not only does she deserve it, but it's like it was, it felt like a victory for every woman who has ever been victimized by a man, right. Because holy shit. <sighs> now we get to find out if he has that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, according to him, he does. So. Well, no, we'll see. <laughs> uh, the funniest part about that was seeing who was irrationally upset at my workplace. Oh. Why are you mad? Oh, yeah. you're not a good person. Lots uh, of true colors are coming out, I think. Oh, oh someone that, that you don't have any direct... Someone's losing money that has no effect on you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why are you irrationally upset? Okay. Oh, yeah. I see. I'm like, oh, what if this was your daughter? or your wife right. or your girlfriend or your mom okay like ooh, you're the one that said your mom to me that's what's messed up <laughs> I, but that was supposed to be like your mom could win royal Rumble. i thought it was mm, cute okay okay well apparently just not. wait till you see my mom 
<laughs> She'll be coming for you. Yeah, right. Your mom loves me. She's going to put you in the dirt. Your mom loves me. She knows it was out of love. Right. Uh, I want to say hello to everyone that's watching via Instagram. Hello, Instagram. If you are. Um, the change is going to happen soon. Oh, Instagram. man. So so the, the other, speaking of like the internet and the Royal Rumble, so one of the big matches was Logan Paul. Uh-huh. So I had to explain. So I have I, I feel like uh, of my generation, the Gen X, I'm the one that's like tapped into shit. Yeah. So all my friends are there, and it's all these ones that uh, all these one. Billy says he's watching via Instagram, and it's wild. Um, <laughs> so all my friends are over there, and they're like, "Who is Logan Paul?" They have no idea who like Logan Paul is. Do you not know who Logan Paul is? I don't know. Who are you serious? Like, you like, neither. Who nope. is Logan Paul? Holy fuck! Really? Yeah. Can you okay. give me a reference? Well, uh, he's a wrestler, right? So like he is now. Oh. Logan Paul is the dude who started out on Vine, then he went to YouTube, then he went into the f suicide forest in fucking Japan and and filmed it. Oh, and I then know who that walked is. around and like showed everybody. Then they they fucking took him off there. His brother boxes. Uh, I guarantee if I show you Logan Paul, you'll be like, oh shit, I know who that is. Maybe not Smiley. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like. <clears throat> I've been forced on. He's like a every... fucking huge influencer. Oh yeah, I know exactly who that he is. He has uh just his, seeing his face. He has his own energy drink, Prime. Mm. Oh, does he own Prime? Yeah. Oh, oh dang. Yeah. He's probably a billionaire. He's fucking very rich. Well, that's the crazy shit about this. I know uh, who that is. So, you know, he he's already rich, right? In terms of but Bad Bunny is pretty cool. So, he's already wealthy. From from you know being a Vine star, a YouTube yeah. star, that already wealthy. Yeah. Then he goes decides he wants to be a WWE wrestler. They they hired him because he's Logan Paul and he moves the needle. Right. You know with with Gen Z, they hired him, and then he goes in and he does WWE. And you think like oh you know he's going to come in and he's going to be like a like a, uh you know, celebrity wrestling. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know if you know what that means, but like. You know the men and kind of wrestle. Yeah. No. He like really wrestles. Um. He does crazier shit than most people, and he's already rich. Let's see if I can find just one of his things. Like I saw him at WrestleMania. He he zipped zip lined down into the arena. Oh my god. Uh. Let's see if I can find. Well, I mean, if you're smart, right? So like, it sounds to me like this this guy is pretty smart. But well, like, I think he's smart, just a narcissist too. I mean, probably. But if you're smart, you don't go into coming into WWE and like phone it in. Yeah. Okay. Because people are expecting that. Yeah. And he, you know, if he didn't phone it in, then here's. Like, let's see if I can. We uh, we got a commercial first. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. No, maybe not. So here is last year. So that's Ricochet. Yeah. That's Logan Paul. This is fucking insane. I've never seen anything like this until they did this. This is crazy. They're both on each side of the ring. If you're listening to the audio, they're springboard. Oh. Boom. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the kind of shit he does. Also, can I make just like an observation? Sure. Uh, Logan Paul looks like he could be Joe Anderson's son. He does. By the way. That's pretty fair. <laughs> but like. He just looks like young Joe Anderson. 
I had, so now I guess I feel like I have to explain to you. So Logan Paul, I guess I'm the one that's tapped in. So Logan Paul is like, yeah, he's like Gen Z, like this. I don't, let's see, let's see how, let's see what he's worth. Oh my God. Is Logan Paul doing okay? <laughs> and this is a dude that started out on Vine and his brother now boxes. So his brother, who was also, also wealthy, now is going to have like brain damage because he's fucking getting boxed. Yeah. Like he does professional fights. And you just got to wonder if it's like these people just have to be in the they spotlight. They might be adrenaline junkies too. Could be. $150 million. Oh my God. If I had $150 million, I'd would be you like, be nope. prof- Would you be prof- fucking your body up professional wrestling? No. No. <laughs> like, Absolutely you know not. She'd be writing books at her stand-up desk <laughs> with a treadmill there. No, <laughs> she would be dictating it to her secretary who'd be writing it at her fucking stand-up desk. No, I enjoy the... the uh, I enjoy the feeling of like typing the, the, the tactile, words. the feeling. Yeah. Of well, the, then, then people could move your fingers for you. I'm <laughs> I, kidding. I handwrite my outline and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, if I had 150 million dollars, I don't know that I would be writing a book. You know right. what I mean? You know, I don't feel like writing a book. I don't feel. Like, I wouldn't be in such a hurry. I'll buy one sure. and put my name on it. I would take my name time, but I have a deadline for myself of August to be done. Oh, so. Uh, but that's a good that's a good thing to do though. But 150 million dollars, like, and then he oh goes and God. becomes a wrestler. Yeah, no, I think that's I think he's a narcissist. Probably <laughs> he just yeah. loves attention. Yeah. And uh, oh, whoops. Oh geez. Didn't oh geez. Mean that. that scared me. <laughs> All over the place. Here. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, Logan Paul was that I mean, he had a match yesterday, a Royal Rumble. So there was only like two matches that were not the Rumble ones, and he was one of them. So wow. it was a huge match, you know. And of course, they did one. One of his entourage like was like interfering, and then you know, it's a whole thing. But, That's crazy. Yeah, he's the like United States champion. Wow. It's not just like he's some dude that like they're like, oh, we'll hire this guy because Gen Z will watch. Yeah. He's like there. He's like a WWE wrestler now. Wow. It's Maybe crazy. Maybe he just like enjoys it, you know. Huh? Maybe he's like, I made 150 million dollars, and I have a following. Now I can follow my dream uh, of doing this thing. Duke City Warrior says I would definitely be involved in wrestling with that kind of money. Right. Oh. Get the best training possible. Well, That's true. Let's get you. Let's get that money so you can train. <laughs> you can wrestle in Duke City Championship Wrestling, man. Let's start a GoFundMe. D- Duke City Warrior, did you see I made my return to Duke City Championship Wrestling? I don't know if she. Yeah. I don't know if she did. I, I was there for that. You were there for the yeah, motherfucker booed me. Woo. I'm still mad at you. I'm still <laughs> fucking mad at you. I like how Smiley last was it last week, which was like I thought I was supposed to boo. No, you. <laughs> I was very unhappy about that. Well, you know what? I was I was I was reading the broom. I was trying to figure out which part of the story I was in. Smiley and me and Dan were there. I think I was like, are we supposed to boo right now? I think we're supposed to be. Booing. No, you were not supposed so to boo. We booing. Smiley. Not me. Tendrink is a family, and right. if the rest of the room is booing one of us, you yeah. cheer the loudest. Thank you, Holly Ann. I, isn't I, booing, would, I would not. Booing's not part of support? No. <laughs> I was making a noise. I could have just been outside having a cigarette. You're maybe, welcome. Maybe, I mean, maybe you should have been. Fair. Fair. All right, we're going to take a break so I can, so I can fight. <laughs> Smiley outside. As long as you're not going to fight me. No. That's good. I'm going to Logan Paul him in the ring. Wow. That takes some skill, man. It, it shocks me that Ooh, none of you guys know who Logan burn. Paul is. Well, I knew who he was as soon as I saw Son his of face. A bitch. But I didn't know who he was. I mean, I don't know. Wow. It's weird. I mean, th- I so, recognize him from last year's Royal Rumble. That's uh, that's only the only time <laughs> I've ever seen him. Uh, if I wasn't a wrestler, I'd be fit as an interviewer or a manager. Okay. I always kind of wanted to be like a. Um, like if I was gonna be a wrestler, I would want to be a heel mm-hmm. 
or like an obnoxious manager oh. or something. I'll, I think it would be fun. I'll tease this for the second hour. I got to talk. So uh, I didn't really talk about this last week. So one of the people that came in for DCCW and the Comic-Con was Missy Hyatt. Ooh. Did I talk about that last week? No. So Missy mm -hmm. Hyatt, when I was a young adolescent male, uh, was one of the valet, they called them, manager or whatever. Oh. And she was just, you know, knockout gorgeous. And uh, it was very surreal for me to be sitting, because like, uh, as soon as they got there, she's like, where's the green room? And they were like, Chris, go show her the green room. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll show Missy Hyatt to the green room. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. And so I ended up, so we ended up like talking for a while. Yeah. And it was very interesting to talk to her because like, you know, she's been in professional wrestling 30 odd years, 30, 40 wow. years, 40 years maybe. And uh, so she was telling me like all of her injuries and it was pretty intense. Wow. But yeah. And she was not even a wrestler. Yeah. See, so. but I could still get injured, I guess, as a manager. Well, maybe? I'll tell you. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about it. We'll uh, see that for the second hour. Uh, Holly Ann, what do you got coming, going on? Uh, I don't really have a lot going on. I have possibly some things happening. That I can't talk about, but I'm really taking time to like write still, my book. You, and you still can't talk about it. I still can't talk about can it. Can you tell us at the break? I can tell you at the break. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think that I don't really have a lot going on. I'm like chilling right now, okay. <laughs> but hopefully that'll change soon. Um, but you know, just uh, and you know what? Maybe in the second hour, I'll talk about why I'm chilling a little bit because mm -hmm. I think some things need to be said. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, yep, boy. Yep. Are we going to fucking lay it down? Yep. Good. Yep. I love that. Um, February. Well, first of all, first of all, uh, something very important that is happening this week. Do you know what it is? Um, it's is... our friend Tiff's birthday, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's our friend Tiff's just birthday. Kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's your birthday. Uh, um, I heard a lot of stories about Missy, so I was a little concerned, but people change. Um, depends on what you heard, but, uh, it's my birthday next Saturday. That is correct. I will be 49 years old and hopefully the 49ers win so they can win the Super Bowl. Yay. Wouldn't that be so cool if like the 49ers mm -hmm. go to the Super Bowl in the year that you turn 49? Right. That'd be pretty special. Well, win the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck about the go. Going oh. and losing is terrible. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's my birthday this week, so that's exciting. Super cool. Um, oh, I do mm -hmm. have something to promote. Next week on the 4th, mm -hmm. we have, uh, she's a stand-up comedian, mm -hmm. and she was in a cult. Oh, that's right. In the 2000s. So next week, she's going to be on the show, and we're going to talk about the 2000s. Oh, we're going to do the 2000s. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Uh, June Opal. June uh, Opal. June Opal. <laughs> sorry. June Opal. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't say this in the promotions. I'm very excited yeah. because I think it's going to be hilarious. And, and we're going to yeah, we're going to do the the 2000 the 2000 2000 to 2005. Yeah, and I just think that that is like the weirdest part mm -hmm. of the 2000s and to have somebody who doesn't know any of the wow. cultural references hilarious for especially for someone yeah well it's for the fred durst uh, era happy <laughs> early birthday thank you uh, uh you guys can send me um two or three hundred dollars a piece it's fine <laughs> if that's what you like i'll uh 
I'll send you guys my Venmo. It's fine. Uh, yeah, if you can't make it to the celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that for my birthday, so everybody better. Two to $300. It's fine. Save up. Got a sim racing habit that I need to... Uh, <laughs> I need a, I need a sim racing rig that moves, so yeah. Wait, I mean, they, I don't. Have, I they don't. have the ones that move? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're like ten, fifteen thousand. dollars Aren't those called cars? <laughs> <laughs> Smiley, I can get this, and then I can drive all the different Couldn't cars. Couldn't we put your simulator on, like, a power wheel? And then you you would you know you just put it in turtle mode and you could drive forward and then back up and then drive forward and then back up. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm irritating Chris. I'm sorry. It's, no, you're not. <laughs> so uh, I've got something to promote. February twenty fourth, Border Wars, and this is actually not a political thing. It's a wrestling event that yeah. we are putting on. DCCW is going to be in Clovis, New Mexico, at the Curry Ooh. County Event Center. Get your tickets. Come on, man. Uh, DCCWlive.com. Get your tickets, man. They're, they're, they're for sale. And we're going to be in Clovis. It's going to be our first traveling show. That's going to be super cool. Oh, are you wearing North Carolina Beats Duke on your birthday this year? Hope all is well. It is. And let's hope North Carolina Beats Duke every year, every time. <laughs> Fuck Duke. Oh, man. Hey, Duke. But anyway, Border Wars, get get your tickets if you're especially in the eastern New Mexico, West Texas area. It's New Mexico versus Texas in wrestling. Uh, yes. New Mexico's going to win all day, baby. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Do you think there's a, a Texas counterpart to me? Like he's got like... <laughs> oh well, it's, it's just you with a hat. <laughs> it's just you with a 10-gallon hat. He's got a white hat. <laughs> Instead of glasses, he has a hat. I hate that guy. And then he's just the opposite of you. He's like Republican. I hate him. And he's uh, I'm I'm gonna write a whole. I'm gonna make a whole character for you, <laughs> Texas Chris. Live music pisses him off. <laughs> he's like he's like <laughs> live music makes him mad. I don't like all that squalor. <laughs> it's too loud. It's too loud. I'm too old. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna watch some Logan Paul highlights, and then. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back uh, with that. We are 10, Ten Drink, drink minimum. minimum. Boy, welcome back to 10 Drink Minimum. It's the Billy Slash Wavy Hour. I'm your host, Chris. And this edition of 10 Drink Minimum is sponsored by the Topo Chico Seltzer. Yes, that's right. It really is. People ask me that. They're like, are you really sponsored by them? Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> because of Smiley, right? That's right. You're welcome. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, little Bobby Tucker says, what's up, folks? Oh, uh, hello. A lot. Saw him Friday night. Oh, nice. Uh, Holly Ann is back here with us. I'm here. Uh, to answer a question that was asked over the break, will I be at the the DCCW events coming forward? Yes. As far as I know. As far as they... As long as they will have me, I will be there. So... They, I love, Huzzah! I love doing that stuff, and uh, so please don't boo me when I come out. <laughs> ah, I, I, it was, it was an honest mistake. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't when you came out; it was when everyone else was booing. Well, they, yeah. Well, I got the somebody yelled, "This is stupid." Oh, that was not me. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> no. Could you imagine? Well, and, and, and I mean to be fair, I, I only do what they write. I'm not, you know. I always hate when people like get mad at like the performer. And like uh, I remember uh, when I did a panel with uh, Kane and Lita and uh, uh, Goldust, and somebody's like, you know, remember when you came out and attacked blah blah blah, and, and he's like, mm-hmm. Like, why did you do that? And he's like, well, I mean, 
I go to work every day. And uh, yeah. when you go to work, you have a boss and your boss tells you what to do. And then you do that. And so then you get paid. And he goes, it's called a job. He's all, that's why I did it. You know? Yeah. Well, I go out and I do the things in the ring, not because I just felt like it. <laughs> they tell you what to do. That's what they told me what to do. Yeah. And no, I remember, I remember the, we, we got yeah. out of the Comic Con and Chris is all, hey, I got uh, I'm just going to jump on stage real quick. I just want to. Yeah. I just feel like it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Chuck it in I'm the gonna, bucket, bucket. I'm going to rush out of the green room and not talk to uh, not talk to Henry Thomas or C. Thomas Howell, two people that were fucking part of my childhood. I'm going to run out of the green room and run over to the El Rey and just jump on stage to just be a just to be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty spectacular. I really kind of wish I would have got to talk to, to, to Thomas Howell a little more. He yeah. was really cool. He was a nice guy. But um, he was definitely. It was fun watching that uh, that panel. That panel, yeah. It was interesting, right? He was a firecracker. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Huh. But um, I want to talk a little bit about that album that was playing at the break. If any of you have any questions, uh, the the intro song that we play on our show is a guy named Carlos the Tall. Um, he's in a band called Youngsville, and Youngsville has a new record coming out. And it is called, let me see it. I had it up and I fucking moved it. Uh, there's the press link. It's going to start playing. Yep. yep. See, I knew it. Damn pop-ups. Um, it is, what is the record called? I don't know. They have a new record out. <laughs> it's coming out. Uh, I guess he, yeah, maybe he told me. I'm terrible at this, guys. I apologize. And he'll, and, uh, we're, we're brand new at this. I mean, and he'll be here. He's coming to talk about it. It's not out yet. You can only yeah. hear it so far on on this podcast. Yeah. And I play it at the break. I asked him if I could play it. He said, "Yeah." And so you're hearing this new album that Youngsville. I think. So here's a crazy story about that. And I, and he can correct me if I'm wrong when he's here. When is he coming? When is he coming? The eleventh. He'll be here. Okay. When they first started recording this record, it was like eight years ago. And they invited me to come over while they were recording. So then he like ended up moving away. He moved to Austin, wrote the theme song for Ten Drink Minimum in Austin because he was looking for ideas. And he wrote the theme song based on the, the character of Chris Burnett. Moved back, married the woman of his dreams, had a baby, and... Uh, then he, he got back together with his bandmates and they finished that record. Wow. Like eight years later, right? Something like that. Anyway, he was like, you remember that time you came over and we were recording? And I was like, yeah. He's like, this is that record's going to come out. And uh, I was like, oh. I, and so I went back in my fucking Google pics, found mm -hmm. pictures and video and sent it to him from like wow. eight years ago. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, right? That's awesome. What are you doing out there? Screaming? Barking? I'm talking everybody? To, I'm talking to Brody the dog. Ugh. Brody the podcast dog. <laughs> uh, what she are, thinks oh, we're rude. So this. Missy Hyatt was here. Yes. And it was really interesting because, like, like I said, the weird thing about life is like when you're growing up as a kid and you're watching all these people on television, and you do stuff like me, and you, you end up interacting with them with Thomas Howell. Yeah. With uh, Henry Thomas or, um, you know, Trish Stratus or, or Kevin Nash or, you know, but like Missy Hyatt, like they're like, go show Missy Hyatt where the green room is. Missy Hyatt, when I was like a kid, I was like, had posters of her. Like I would cut her out of the magazine and put it on the wall. Wow. 
And so to take her to the green room and like sit down and talk with her. And uh, I can't say who her boyfriend is. Because mm. like it, it, well, maybe I can't. I don't know. This is like the this is like a secret show. Like, yeah, we're tell some stories. But we only <laughs> so, so, so the guy who's like the villain of, of DCCW, Matthew Robles, oh. that's her actual boyfriend. Wow. And it was really f- interesting to watch because, like, during the DCCW show, she was over, they had her over on the side. She had her own table so she could take pictures and sign things. Mm-hmm. Well, she, like, the guy, the evil guy came out and he's like, he called her like a slut and, oh. you know, all these things. Like, me, he's like, you have Missy Hyde over here and he, she's being a slut and da da. And then she came up and, like, he ended up, like, shoving her or kind of hitting her, you know? And the crowd, you know, and it like fucking made the crowd like go irate and people are about to, you know, and it's all, and it's all, they, they, it's all like set up. Yeah. You know, like she's, she's, she's working and he's working. And it's like, wow, like to watch all that happen, like knowing the truth, like, you know, like, like I always thought like, you know, being behind the curtain would ruin it all. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, what the fuck? This is amazing to see <laughs> these people do these things because like earlier that day i'm like in the green room with both of them and yeah. he's talking about she's telling me all of the injuries that she has oh my right God. like she's just littered with injuries because no one because like back in those days it was just you know it was like the fucking wild west there was no um you know not only did we not know much mm. we you know people didn't care yeah and they were like oh you're an attractive woman and you want to be a part of wrestling cool uh, you mind getting in the ring and we'll shove you down or throw you yeah. against the ring? N- no one thought to say, "Hey, do you do? You, have you been trained for this?" And so she wasn't. So she got fucked up because a lot of it she wasn't trained for. So yeah. she was telling me, and it was like crazy amounts of like uh, work that she's got to have done. Like you know, I can't even remember. I'm not even going to say because right. I don't even know. But it was just you know, and it's real. It's real interesting to watch. And for people who want to get into wrestling, it's like. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen uh, Mick Foley. Yeah. I've seen Rikishi. I've seen Kane. I've seen Dustin Rhodes. I've seen Christian. I've seen Lita. I've seen, um, gosh, Mickey James, uh, Britt Baker. Anyway, all these people and the younger ones are fine. Yeah. But like Mick Foley, man, that dude, you know, to watch him walk is painful. Wow. And to watch him walk. Right. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to be him. Rikishi. He Mick Foley could do things Rakishi couldn't do. Like Rakishi couldn't even walk out of the side green room. You know? Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash walking was pretty painful to watch. He's in pretty rough shape. These guys, I mean, it's nuts. Like, so if you get into that stuff, I mean, just know. Like it's there. Uh <laughs> I've met Matthew Robles in the past. Good guy outside the ring, but a good heel inside. One yeah. of the best. One of the best. But it's, you know, it's interesting to watch. These people put their body on the line. Yeah, well, it's definitely a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a circus performer. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, what other, like, contortionist or, uh, you know. I don't think contortionists are known for uh, injuring their bodies. No? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, I think long term they probably I, have, I'm like, sure. arthritis I mean, and stuff. Or all that stretching, stretching actually. Yeah. Just, and the stretching no, I mean, is good for you. It's real good for you. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I but, guess. you know. In fact, the better stretch you are, the less likely well, you are okay, to get That's like, true. An NFL player, baseball player, um, hockey player. You know. Dancers. 
Yeah, that's well, how I know. I'm like, if you did, yeah. if you don't, if you don't stretch enough, you are going to injure yourself. Oh, it's yeah, nuts, man. It's I crazy. danced my whole life, and I obviously did not stretch enough because my hips are screwed. I'm like a seven year old oh. lady in the winter. Um, I didn't even say my hips don't lie. <laughs> well, they I'll hurt. Know that. They hurt. They got hurt. Mighty, got a mighty. Um, speaking of NFL, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been. I don't know if you're. Ta- oh my gosh. I don't know if you're Sorry. Taylor Swift fans or who? not. Ta- Taylor, I don't Swift. know who that is. Oh man, just kidding. See, I know, see, I'm tapped in. I know what's up. <laughs> well, Logan Paul, don't know who so that is. So she shows up to you know her boyfriend's football games, and she can't help it that she's famous. She can't help it that uh, I like she how you don't know what her boyfriend's name is. Travis Kelsey. Okay. Yes, I you do. You said her boyfriend. Yeah. Well, because it, you know. Okay. But uh, so she shows up to support. Travis Kelsey, who is on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I was like, please let me get this right. You got it right. Um, and by the way, Travis Kelsey. Known. Congrats is, on the Super Bowl. Uh, Travis Kelsey is one of my favorite Saturday Night Live guests, by the way. If you haven't seen his oh, it's episode. Fantastic, yeah. He's so funny. The but, rent-a-boyfriend or yeah. whatever. <laughs> he is hilarious. But, uh, you know, Taylor Swift goes and supports him. And, you know, it's not her fault that the guy behind the camera decides to you know point the camera at her mm-hmm. and makes it a big spectacle and i see all these people online that are so mean about it and it's like but here's the deal if she didn't go to the games mm-hmm. she would also be the bitch oh you know who wants her at that game the fucking nfl absolutely you know you, you know why because you know what her you know what her tour made last year Oh my Something god! So Four point eight billion dollars. But nice. she also pays all of her workers really well. Oh yeah, she gave them. She gave all those one dude, like all those truck the the people who yeah. truckers it, like a hundred thousand dollar a year bonus. Yeah. So yeah. so speaking of what you're you're saying, yeah. Here's a meme. I'm so glad the Chiefs won. So now we can watch all these insecure man children <laughs> cry over Taylor Swift <laughs> ruining the Super Bowl. Well, because they did it to Jessica yeah. Simpson too when she dated that Dallas Cowboys guy. <laughs> oh yeah, know, that's right. They blamed her, and I'm like, which the is Dallas weird. Dallas Cowboys fucking suck. Right. I was about to say, you and know, who, you know, you know who ruined the Dallas Cowboys? They. They ruined <laughs> them themselves. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, I think, I also see like women being mad, sure. and it bothers me. Like, how can you say that you're a feminist? And then in the same breath, say that Taylor Swift is this, that, and the third. When really, Taylor Swift, if my daughter became a huge Taylor Swift fan and loved everything she Mm -hmm. did, I would love that because she is a great role model. Mm -hmm. She writes her own music. She stands up for herself. She's a fucking billionaire. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I don't don't know. know. See, I don't know if she's that, but she made her tour made that much. Well, I mean... You know she should be she probably will be eventually no she should be like yeah. the, i'm sure there's a lot of people making a lot of money off of her oh yeah oh uh, no oh she yeah is. no she is <laughs> Shit. yeah there you go i'm like i i don't know but and i love taylor swift we haven't done a are they okay in a long time. <laughs> is taylor swift okay no, uh, yeah, <laughs> she's doing fucking perfect <laughs> doing great she's where does she great. where does she live though she only got 1.1 billion dollars Oh, um, she lives in Bahrain? Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know who I want to know if they're okay? Do you oh. remember the pop star Tiffany? Yes. I want to look up. Since we're talking about pop stars. Okay. You mean like from the 80s? Okay, well, yes. hold on. Oh. Well, let me, let me, we have some new listeners here. 
Okay. So we have a segment on this show called Are They Okay? We haven't done one in a long time. We haven't time. done one in a long time. It's one of my favorite things to do. And it's where we take a celebrity from your childhood that you haven't heard about in a while. And we look up, we, we try to guess what their net worth is. You know, and it's like, and you're like, okay, what does that mean? It's like, well, you know, like if it's Todd Bridges from uh, Different Strokes, you're like, well, is he doing okay? And it's like, well, he's worth about $200,000. Well, that's okay if he lives in like Ohio, <laughs> but if he in like a small town in Ohio, but if he like lives in like Malibu, he's probably close to like Destitute. Be being homeless. Yeah. So uh, you want to, you're saying the pop star Tiffany. Yes. Net worth. Hmm. The stumble to the ground and then you say, I think we're, we're alone, alone now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Tiffany, hmm. Uh, she did that Playboy spread. Yeah. A while back. She probably made some money off that. She probably does. And the other thing too that you got to throw in is do they do these Comic Cons? I they, think she I think she does mm -hmm. little things like that. Wasn't she okay. known for like her mall tour tours? Yeah, 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 but there's not really malls anymore. So oh, that's, that's true. Thing. And who I'm wants gonna to see say, Tiffany now at a mall tour? I'm going <laughs> to say Tiffany is worth $1.1 million. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say $2 million. $2 million. I'm going to say $2 million. You're fucking price is riding me. I am. Wow. Okay. I was gonna go. I was gonna go lower. I was gonna go like five hundred thousand. Okay. okay. I mean, you could be. Right. I could be like really I'm, breaking I'll, the bank. I'll now. go with five hundred thousand. <laughs> and again, that could be like depending on where you live. Five hundred. You could be set. Let's see if it pulls up the right. Oh, yep. That's her, Tiffany Darwish. That's her name. Yes. Yes. She Ooh. is worth four million dollars. Oh my! Who gosh. said the most? I did. You did. That was so too. Okay. Yep. So she's worth four million. Wow. She's doing fine. That's kind of surprising. I mean, maybe she's just done a really good yeah. job. Okay. Of like. Yeah. I mean. Maybe she also like invested well, which could be a right. thing. I also didn't see like a spiral from yeah. her. So. Now, now that makes me want to go down one of these rabbit holes <laughs> of like the pop star. What was her name? Uh, Belinda Carlisle. Oh yeah, let's see. Uh, let's oh, see man. what she's doing. What about Belinda Carlisle from from, from the Go Go's? Yeah, you know, I'm 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 more worried about uh, Jane uh, Jane Win Winstead. Is that her name? I don't know who that is. From the Go Go's. Oh well, I think <laughs> Belinda Carlisle. She went solo, but she did have a heavy drug habit. She really mm. did. Um, Weedland, right? Weedland. She was in uh, uh, Bill and Ted. Oh okay. Um, I'm, oh yeah yeah. One of the girlfriends. Uh, Jane Weedland uh, played uh, Joan of Arc in Bill and Ted, and no, she was the uh, guitarist in the Go Go's. Okay, well, let's do Belinda Carlisle first. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna say four million dollars. God, I'm, I'm gonna say eight hundred thousand. Are you? Yeah. It seems like I just saw her in the headlines recently. She's got to be doing all right. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one million. Okay. I think this Tiffany thing kind of threw me because I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe she did all right. Carlisle. What, what did you say, Chris? 800,000. Oh, okay. I'm in the middle. Okay. Net worth is, eh, that's close enough to me. Linda Carlisle, we've got $14 million. Oh, she's oh, doing all right. Jesus. I win this one again. Motherfucker. I, well, and we also have to remember that right now we're going through a time where yeah. 80s is kind of oh, coming that's back. That's like the shit right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's that song that strangers Stranger Things used. Oh, oh man. Uh, that was all over the place. Oh yeah, this they, year. they made they made the bank on that one. 
which is good. Yeah. Good yeah. for them, you know? Yeah. God, I'm mighty. Running up that hill? Running up, running the, running hill. up the hill. Then, yeah, and then just like, a, like it just charted again out of nowhere. They're all, yeah. yes. So who, who is the person you said, Smiley? Um, I want to say it's like... Uh, do you want me to look it up? Yeah, Jane. I, I want to say it's, it's Jane yeah, Weaver. Yeah, you do it, yeah. Let's see. Jane from the Go-Go's. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like, I get, I'm going to say $1.5 million. I am really lowballing. Jane Weedlin. I did get it right. Do you want me to look up the network? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say $1.5 million because of royalties. Yeah. Now, now I'm looking at that 14 and I'm like, what? I'm going to say 12 million. Fuck. Really? I mean, I might break the bank, but okay. I mean, look at. Right. Yeah, see, now I'm like, I don't know. 14, I was... She might be doing all right. I'm going to say 1.5 still. Okay. Stick with it. Sticking with it. I'm going to go with four. All right. Let's see. Jane from the Go-Go's Net Worth. Dang! What? Oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Hold on. Eight million. No Ooh. way! Eight million. Son of a bitch. Was that the closest on that one? I said, so they're all doing good. I said twelve. What did you say? Four. I said one and a half. Yep. Okay. I, I, just, doing fine, I, I just feel like people are destitute. I feel like with when... their one and a half million. <laughs> no, oh no. Yeah. I, I feel like though this '80s resurgence is like really kind of helping these people yeah. out because you know even Danny, so she's seven, and um, you know who she loves is um uh stevie nicks. no <laughs> stevie nicks like she loves anything stevie nicks okay whether it's from uh what is that band she was in uh fleetwood mac fleetwood mac the stevie nicks band <laughs> you know it really was just stevie nicks uh no fleetwood mac she loves all fleetwood mac music and she loves like stevie nicks like solo stuff and i was really kind of surprised but I guess I shouldn't have been because it's kind of timeless. And, you know, her mom and I both play, you know, Fleetwood Mac constantly. Oh, well, so. there you go. But she's really into, like, that vibe of music. So I've been playing a lot of, like, stuff for her that I'm like, here, let your brain be good. So, so sometimes it doesn't always work. My mom my mom uh, had me listening with, to, like, uh, Enya and... Uh, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh. And uh, and uh, Bob Dylan and like it, it worked the opposite way. I'm like, oh. well, I hate Anya and Bob Dylan. What the fuck? You hate Bob Dylan? I have a Bob Dylan book right here. You take it home and you read it. Oh, he oh. <laughs> educate yourself. She, she played it all the time, and I'm like, I do not like this nasalized voice, mom. My mom, my mom played. I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you what happened to me. My mom played fucking Neil Diamond for me, and I would pay a fuckload of money to go see Neil Diamond in concert. Yeah, I, it worked the opposite for me. So, She's got the way to move me. My parents listened to, like, my dad was, like, punk. So, like, yeah. lots of, like, classic punk. And then my mom listened to country, and I'm the alternative as fuck. I so, mean, I think that, that that's uh, okay. where that comes from. Here's here's a question. Yeah. And I know we've done this probably a long time ago, but, like, I said Neil Diamond. Who's yeah. someone that, like, if you could see them and you had you had every chance to go see them, you would? Do they have to be alive? It has to be someone you can't see. Um, I, I say Neil Diamond because he retired. 
because he has Parkinson's yeah, or something like that. It has to be somebody you can't see. Um, I mean, there's a lot of them for me, but just right away, Neil Diamond. Can they be dead, though? Sure. Um, I would say Johnny Cash. Okay. I know that's kind of like, but like no, really, no, no, truly, no. I think Johnny Cash or uh, Steve I, Earl. Yeah. I would Steve pay, Earl's alive. I know, but I would pay good money to go see Steve I mean, Earl. he's barely alive, but he's yeah. alive. I would pay a lot of money to go see. I'm like, like what? <laughs> I'm, but Johnny Cash is like my number one. Um, but I I love Steve Earle. I hear the train. Yeah. Oh my God. Johnny Cash is up there on for me. Yeah. That's a big one. I, I mean, I saw him when I was a baby. I was like a little oh kid. My, my parents took me. I don't remember, but I was there. <laughs> You're like, but I. I saw him. count it. Smiley. I'm still thinking. Okay. All the bands I always wanted to see have come back and i'm like actually i'm like those wouldn't be people like no one's they, died that you're like shit they, they've started touring again so i'm all like oh cool i can go see them again um one that i could you know it could be possible is like so i've seen danzig live but uh. never with the misfits because he left the misfits yeah but he pops into them every he does they do it and that's why i'm saying it could happen it could but i mean they even played denver like i would if I had the money, I would pay top dollar. To, but the yeah. the the other guy needs to not be there is the thing for me. Which other guy? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that took over and ruined the Misfits. Jerry Only. He needs to not be there. Well, he was in the Misfits with. No, 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 no. The guy who replaced Danzig. Oh, I thought that they um, just sang. <laughs> no. Um, what's funny is what's funny about that is is people shit all over Danzig, right? Yeah. And then and then when he's back in the Misfits, then they love it. Well, because the same people. He's it's kind of an ass. Um right? What is his name? Oh, Michael Graves. Oh. Michael Graves needs to not fucking be there. Attitude. <laughs> you got some fucking attitude. That though like Danzig Misfits defines my childhood because that's like my dad was listening oh, they, to. Oh yeah, they said Michael Graves. I can't believe what you said to me. You got some attitude. Yeah. See, I could do that. Yeah. Y'all, I, I could be the lead singer of the Misfits. Yeah, fucking a, hook me up. <laughs> Do it. I'll I'm her black. I would take you over Michael Graves <laughs> any day. As a matter of fact, Jake Otero, who is like probably my favorite comedian in Albuquerque, mm -hmm. uh, when he first started, he has a Misfits tattoo, and I walk up to him and I go, Danzig or Michael Graves, and he goes. Danzig. And oh, I, I know like, attitude okay. is Danzig. I'm just singing it. I'm just singing, Josue. <laughs> Let me sing, man. <laughs> Let him express himself. Yeah. But uh, seriously, if you're a Michael Graves um, fan. Sympathizer. For, yeah. <laughs> I have found that I don't get along with those people, like, objectively, without knowing that about them. I'm like, you're kind of a shitty person. And then I find out they're a Michael Graves fan and bleh. <laughs> no, no shit, y'all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly who he is, Josue. That doesn't yeah. make it any better. He said, sing away. <laughs> oh, now I don't want to. <laughs> now you're telling me what to do. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so, I yeah, mine would be like Neil Diamond. Mine would be like Johnny Cash. That's up there. Yeah. It's up there. It's up there. Uh, I'd say, um, all right, uh, probably Steve Amato, because they're not a band anymore. Steve and Edie. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and or like uh, Radio Iodine. Okay. Because I think they only released like one album, and I don't know. I think some of the people died in that band. So oh. he says uh, he'll take Graves over the Jerry Fitz. See, I thought I, I was thinking of Jerry Only. Yeah. Jerry Only sang mm. not well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So even, even when I remembered something, it's not, I, I don't know. Who wouldn't even notice that? So you said Steve and Edie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, no, no. no. <laughs> 
What about Frank Sinatra? Would that be some? Um, I I like his music, but um, you know, he was a little problematic. <laughs> I don't think I would. Really? What did he do wrong? <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, do you have two hours? Ties to the mob, probably treated women uh, poorly. The ties to the mob doesn't bother me so much. It's like you know, so that's just a job. Yeah, you know, whatever. That's just how you got you how you got uh, got by in those days. If I could, if I could make money by having ties to the mob, I would do it. I don't care. Oh wow, I would. Um, uh, you know. <laughs> It's kind of like, so when I was a kid, I loved Elvis, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. I loved Elvis. And, um, you know, there are some things Young, that came uh, out. Young, attractive Elvis or fat, eaten banana oh, all of it. and peanut butter sandwiches? All of it. Just the I, whole thing. Just, I loved Elvis. What just you, anything Elvis. What did you think of that movie? I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought, um, I am nervous to go see Priscilla. Oh, yeah. That's an because, A24 movie, too. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of Do you nervous. just, like, see that now, and you're like, oh, this going to be good? They make good movies. I, I mean, they make good movies, but I'm kind of like, well... But here's the thing. Now that I'm older and I find out, like, how fucked up he was to women, it's kind of... Oh, yeah. It's kind of... I mean, you know. Priscilla Presley was, like, 14. She was 14. As a matter of fact, when she moved into his house... Um, she had to move. Her parents were dying to like go to her house, which, by the way, what parents were just like, yeah, sure. Um, uh, the ones that were like same people that were like giving their kids to Michael Jackson. Yeah, sure. Um, but she had to like, uh, I guess she didn't want them to know they were sharing a bedroom. So she asked one of the people who worked there if she could just borrow his room for a little bit. And she tried to move as much stuff from uh -huh. their bedroom into this other bedroom to make it look like she had her own room yes oh wow. and it's like you hear stories like that and you're just like what kind of fucked up and there's other stuff that has come out like no. how, oh, yeah. how much of a mama's boy he was cold. to a oh, thick, oh, thick yeah. sick way Ooh. and he basically expected any woman in his life to be his mama and what no thank you i was gonna say that's just the south yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know who was never shitty to women? The Beatles. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, oh man, well, that's that's another great one. Well, thanks to my mom, I'm like, oh, what is this terrible music you keep playing? They're the Beatles. I'm like, I'm never what listening to them. What's wrong I grew with up. you, man? Well, I didn't I'm like my mom's. Him on the... Not the fuck. I didn't like my mom's taste in music. The Beatles are. I like some. Of it, I have changed a little bit okay. because I, I of mean, the I'm, hamster, I'm not but... talking. I'm not talking the fucking. I wanna hold your hand. Hate it. I hate that stuff. All that like early pop shit, no good. But their later I can, stuff was I can do that. Was fucking amazing. I just, I you know, maybe I haven't listened to the deep cuts enough. But uh, the deep cuts? Or... You mean like Rubber Soul or the White <laughs> Album or Sergeant Pepper's? I was having no. I you know Yellow Submarine. Don't like it. Well, okay, that I get. That was a weird movie. Yeah. Well, that that album's a little okay. I get that. Um. But go listen to Sgt. Pepper's. Go listen to sure. White Album. Well, and then what's funny is like, Hamster go, loves go, the Beatles. Go listen to George Harrison. Okay. George uh, Harrison was amazing. Hamster loves the Beatles. He's like obsessed with the Beatles, mm -hmm. and he'll play stuff, and then he catches me singing along, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you hated the Beatles." I'm like, well, you know. I sing along to commercials. <laughs> I sing along to the what is it? Nationwide is oh. on your side. Yeah, I do that too. I so. guess I guess people are chatting with us, but it's not coming through. Oh no. Weird. 
Who's chatting with us? I don't know. I just went and looked at the Instagram feed and I saw a couple people. Oh. Uh, they're asking if I saw the score or the football. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're married. That's her husband. Oh, okay. So Missy Hyatt and Matthew Robles are married. Okay. Uh, Ryan Freeman says hello. Um, let's see. Yeah, okay. Weird. It doesn't come through. I guess I need to now keep up with that. All right. Uh -uh. My bad guys in the chat. We're so not it's, ignoring it's, you. It's, yeah, it's not coming through StreamYard. StreamYard doesn't put it through in the... See, we have a, a merged chat between YouTube and uh, Facebook. Yeah, so... We okay. got to add a new one on there? It doesn't. Okay. It's supposed to do it on its own, but I don't think it does. How weird. I mean, the fact that you can stream to Instagram now is like, whoa. Wild. It, it's been a long time. Uh, they say, listen to the Beatles on acid. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, and, and the big thing, too, and I get into arguments with people about this all the time, is, like, one of the greatest influences on the Beatles was fucking Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson was such a fucking genius from the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. That he would make these records. I love the Beach Boys. And then the fucking Beatles would listen to it, and they'd be like, fuck. And then they would have to go in the studio and try to, like, replicate or, or combat what Brian yeah. Wilson was doing. Well, and you know who loved the Beach Boys? Who? Charles Manson. Wow. It caused him to um, Kinda. murder people because they didn't... Um, well, he was friends with them. Yeah, they and then he wanted to be a beach boy, and he, then... Um, he wrote one of the songs, I think. Helter Skelter. Well, no, but... No, he did not write Helter Skelter. <laughs> the Beatles wrote Helter Skelter. <laughs> well, but then he used Helter Skelter right. as like... Anyway, yeah. uh, sorry, this, that's just who I am as a person. I, mean, I know all the serial killer facts you need to no, know. No, he was friends with one of the Beach Boys. He was. And he wrote one of the songs that they used, I believe. Yeah, and then he lost his fucking mind. I don't know. He seemed okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. He was fucking terrible. You're all, get a sh shave yourself, get uh, a haircut. It yeah. was his his eyes is what did it. Like, yeah. anytime I'd see a picture of a boo hoo um, yeah, I remember when, like, a couple of years ago, they're all, you know, Quentin Tarantino's making a movie about Charles Manson, and I was like, really? I was like, that seems like a really odd choice for Tarantino. And then that movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I was like, this fucking movie's not about Charles Manson. I mean, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. But it's not about him, you know, kinda. I, you know, I kind of want to see that Quentin Tarantino's take on Charles Manson, because it would be I mean, wild. that was it, I think. No, I want a whole movie yeah. just from his child. I, I don't know. I think if somebody really creative made a movie about Charles Manson, it would be I the would, stuff of nightmares. And it don't, would be don't look at Tarantino then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, like, I he, wanna... he would be like, he would be like a, a superhero by the end of it. What if it was like, um, what is his, uh, what is that style of film that everybody was doing, uh, reels about? Uh, style of film that who did? That everybody was like making reels about, like they would go to a coffee shop and it would be oh. like, you know, with the happy music in the background and it's just like shots of people like standing still. Oh, huh. Um, uh, anyway, it's a style of it. They should do that, but it's Charles uh -huh. Manson with happy music in the background. Oh, Wes Anderson film. Oh, Wes Anderson film. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like Charles Manson and his girls, but I, it's Wes oh, Anderson. I, I got to tell you about Wes Anderson. I love Wes Anderson. Yeah. The last couple of fucking movies have been shit. Like what? Asteroid City. Oh, I haven't seen it. that yet. Oh, it, it is. I've heard it it's is, terrible. It is terrible. It looks so pretty. It, it Sure. Yeah, sure it does. How's the cinematography? Uh, great. Oh, I love it. 
You can just play music in the background. Yeah, dude, don't even don't even watch the then then the, what was the one the French fucking whatever dispatch? Terrible. Didn't watch that either. Terrible. You know that was a letdown for me. Then it, the so French... it's better than Asteroid City. But it, Asteroid City looks prettier. I don't care. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> if somebody liked that well, movie, you tell me. And it was really weird because like I heard nothing about it. Like I saw that it came out, nothing about it. Then all of a sudden it's on Peacock, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I was like, "All right, I'll go watch on Peacock." And we watch it, and I was like, at the end of it, I was like, absolutely devastated that it was so bad. Oh no! Because I love Wes Anderson, and I you and know the cast look amazing. The cast is amazing. Like I love I love Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Rushmore. Yeah. I love the Life Aquatic. Yes. I love a Grand Budapest Hotel. It could I be love my favorite that movie. And then, uh, they have like an island of dogs. That one's great. That yeah. also is great. Wonderful. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, oh, also man. great. Yeah. And then he is just shit the bed. Uh, well, it happens. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you gotta you gotta take the movies. Uh, you just have to take the bits you like. Like I, uh, hmm. my favorite way to watch Inception is with uh, on mute. Oh, I like yeah. that movie. I know, but it's so beautiful. Yeah, and it you can get beautiful. the story. The storyline makes completely makes complete sense if you take away the dialogue. You can just understand. It's like it's <laughs> it's it's done so well. So I saw this thing, and I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, the movie Tenant that he did, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in a spin class virtually. This is I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly. He's in a spin class and it's virtual on the spin instructor because it's one of those ones where they're they're live. Yeah. And the spin instructor, I saw the video of the spin instructor, and she's like, she's like, oh man. So I stayed up watching this movie Tenet last night. Does anybody watch this? That movie is absolutely shit. Uh, oh no. <laughs> and apparently he was like in the spin class doing, you know. Uh, ouch. And he's like, wow. She's like, no one understand it. It's she's like, it's fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's amazing. That's you know. Not you know, amazing for him, but. no, you know, but like, it, yeah, because you know we're all fragile, like artists, and yeah. you know, you hear that and you're like, oh my god, and then you're dying also while in a workout. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Oh. You're all, I need a new spin glass, right? <laughs> um, speaking of movies, uh, and I think I have talked ad, ad nauseum about how much I love the Barbie movie. That's great. Yeah, can, can we talk about how the plot of the Barbie movie came to life? Oh, when yeah fucking ken was nominated uh-huh. and margot robbie and um greta gerwig Gre- greta gerwig were yeah. not nominated and i was like these motherfuckers james brown was laughing Ugh. it's a man's world <laughs> it's fucked up right it you know it just when when women talk about how hard it is just to be a woman She's salty. You hear her. <laughs> She's she is worked up. The dog is upset. Um, I have to tell you that like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things in that movie that really resonated, and that movie would not have happened no. without Greta Gerwig. No, oh, no. And um, but it would it would have came out. It would have done well its first weekend. Yeah. And then it went. It went but without her writing and right. so the the speech that she gives about like women and like you have to be this but you can't be that so i teased in the first hour that i was going to talk about why i'm taking a little bit of a break from comedy and the the real truth is that uh comedy in a lot of ways kind of became um like hard for me because my confidence went to shit because there were people who were saying like 
there somebody came to one of my shows and they saw my headshot on the flyer and it's an old headshot and yeah. i don't look like the headshot well here's the deal i'm not an actress i'm a fucking comedian who has two kids at home i don't have time right now and i i didn't put a headshot that doesn't look like me it's just i've gained a little weight because i had a fucking baby um another one no <laughs> no no but it takes years especially when you have one after 30 i'm gonna tell you it's hard and then um you know people have just been really kind of harsh with me about how my comedy has changed because my comedy really has changed because my life has changed and i write my comedy based on my life as you should and that's just how i work and you know i could go out there and i could tell my old jokes about dating and i could tell my old jokes about how i felt about life but that's not fun for me anymore because i don't feel that way about life anymore and um so i you know i'm taking a little bit of a break because i had such i have had a really hard time like and the truth of the matter is if i was still out there doing the same stuff those same people would say that i was a shitty mom sure those same people would make me feel shitty so it i i really feel in a lot of ways i can't win right now and um it, there's one comedian in particular that just he loves to cut people down and he loves to make a show of it and um it shouldn't bother me but it definitely got in my head so i'm having to take a little step back and that sucks yeah it sucks you shouldn't do that but uh and you know and fuck that guy yeah or girl no it's a guy okay no, that would be so weird that'd be like someone comes up and be like you know what smiley i, I prefer i prefer old smiley mm -hmm. yeah i prefer i'm like when i was like drunk 24 7 yeah right and that's um, how i feel too is like oh you you want me to go back to being a depressed sack mm -hmm. of shit sure okay so all that therapy and all this stuff that i have worked on to to become a better version of mm -hmm. me is crap i guess like cool thank well, you for that is this a, okay first of all people that tell you stuff like that usually are projecting mm. and they're telling you like what someone needs to tell them yeah and fuck all that shit man when people right. tell me someone called, said i looked heroin chic the other day oh my what? god and i was like what in the fuck people are and, fucked up. and and i just looked at him like are you fucking is there something wrong with you uh and so then that was when that i was proceeded to tell them that i lost weight for my health right and um you know fuck like yeah and i would love to say like mm -hmm. i think in a lot of ways one of the things that has like not helped me is pretending that it wasn't a thing that happened mm -hmm. i was trying to be like no fuck that i don't give a fuck right. if somebody but you know what i do and um oh, of course we all do and i i decided to talk about it because it just like women have and this isn't me saying women are better than men i don't believe that as a feminist i you know even as a feminist i don't believe that i think everybody has value mm -hmm. but women go through a lot of things that men don't understand sure and especially when it comes uh, to and, being and a vice, mom and vice versa oh yeah of course but when it comes to being a mom there is not a man on the planet that that knows what it feels like no there's not and i'm not saying that moms are better than than right. men i'm not saying moms are better than dads even 
but there is a significant change that happens in your brain. It happens with your body. Just everything fucking changes. Sure. And I feel guilty no matter what I do now that I'm a mom. You know what I mean? I feel guilty when I'm out late at a show. I feel guilty that I'm not doing as much comedy as I wanted. It Like, I can't win. And so I thought it was important to, like, point out that, like, I'm working on it. I'm going to get back out there. But it mm -hmm. really, really fucked me up. Well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You're an artist. Yeah. And the fucked up thing about people is when they see someone successful, and, and somebody posts this today, and it's absolutely true. And especially here in Albuquerque, where crabs in a bucket. When one crab gets to the top and starts climbing out, the other crabs grab it and pull it back down. Yeah. We don't want one of us to do better than the rest of us, and it's fucking bullshit. It is. So you, you're on this show, you're successful. You're doing comedy shows, you're successful. You're getting picked to be on things. You're, you're putting on events. Well, people who do drugs all night <laughs> fucking you know have to scrounge up uh 20 bucks to fucking buy an all-subs burrito and a fucking toss up um they're gonna come out and they're gonna be like oh i'm super cool and i'm underground and i'm gonna talk shit to you holly because <laughs> right. that's what they think is, yeah. is that's what's gonna make them feel better and it's not yeah and the fact that you that you're taking it and you're like i'm not gonna do comedy because of you know this yeah. no absolutely not they're trying to pull you back down yeah and you should just say fuck you and shake them loose and just say see you later. Right. And that and that's that's Albuquerque. Albuquerque is really bad about that. We all we're all artists. We all have imposter syndrome. We all you know live in this world where we don't think that we should get the accolades that we get. Yeah. We, we don't. We sit here and we see ourselves differently than other people see us. Yeah. And they see us like, you know, wow, this person has it all together. They're doing well. Da, da, da. And then we look in the mirror and are like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how. Like, yeah. why do people keep asking me to do stuff? Why do you know? Because that's that's how we are. Yeah. No one's critiques on no. me could be anywhere near as savage as my own. Yeah, yeah that's right. true. Now, what you really should wonder is, why do you have real estate in this person's head in the first place? Yeah, sure. Because well, if you're not doing well and you you suck. Why do they give a fuck? Right. Well, and I want to be clear. I'm not quitting comedy. That's yeah, not a thing. I know. But what I realized was that this this had really like given me anxiety in a new way mm -hmm. that I had not experienced sure. before. I used to be able to just shake it off. Yeah. I I have been called the so many things, and you know it. I've been doing it for it'll be ten years in April. Sure. And. It, I'm not quitting, but what I did realize is like, okay, I need to fix myself mm -hmm. where this doesn't affect me and where when I come off stage, I feel good about what I did instead of being like putting out crap right. because I'm holding back. I'll tell you why it used to not affect you and now it does. Because hmm. you didn't have a lot to lose, now you do. Yeah. That's why, it, that's why it affects you. And when I say you have a lot to lose, you're successful. Mm. Before, you were like, this person... Yeah. You were fucking scrounging 20 bucks out of the yeah. fucking cushion of the couch. So if somebody called you a whore or called you whatever yeah. name they called you, you're like, whatever, fuck it, I don't care. Now you have a family, yeah, which is being successful. That's a success. Not only do you have a family, yeah, you have a family and you're out fucking doing what they're doing and they don't even have that part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're doing this and that. And so now you have more to lose. Now yeah. you're like, well, fuck. So there's more on the line. That's the anxiety. When you yeah. have more when you when you have response like when you get successful, it 
it gives you responsibility. Yeah. Now you're like, okay, shit, before I was just hungry and I was digging and I was pulling yeah. and I was whatever, and I had nothing to lose. Now I'm a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm successful. Now I could lose this, 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 and this. Right. And that's where the anxiety comes in. And, and, yeah. and that's why they're talking shit to you. Yeah, sure. I, mean, I, that, I that's, guess you're that's, right. That's true. And see, this is why I talk about these things. Because mm-hmm. also, it's like nice to have Chris and Smiley who are like, you know, we really are friends. Well, let me tell you what Smiley was saying. Oh, God. <laughs> that <laughs> son of, that fucking son of a bitch. But, you know, I think also I have heard, uh, you know, and I don't know how true some of it yeah. is. But, like, people have been telling me some of the people that are saying things. And it's like, nah. are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. Those are some of the people I considered friends sure. and colleagues. And, you know, here's the deal. This always happens in our scene mm-hmm. when things change. And people get fucking shitty. Yeah. And th- the thing is, is like, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you like, want to see it fucking really explode one, when one person punches through and goes, <laughs> goes big. Yeah. Well, and... The, oh shit the thing is that the some of the stuff that people are being shitty about are like not even you know worth being shitty about no, of course not. you know like just do what you're doing and don't worry about what other people are doing because everybody struggles the same but yeah. like fuck man and, and it's about to be award season again and I'm just waiting for people to just be assholes. Oh, 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 oh! You mean I was like, I was like the Oscars. No, what no, the fuck no. Do we care about that. I don't, I don't care about the Oscars, but like, like Albuquerque the magazine. Yeah. And, and you know what? All of those are fucking dumb. <laughs> and I'm so tired of those fucking things. And I've said it on this show a million times. Everybody's like, those things are rigged as fuck. Well, and I think we've rigged them. <laughs> you know, I think that. It's cool. I'm the best. I'm the fourth best local influencer in Albuquerque. I mean, I think it's cool. I'm gonna say this with I, that voice. I'm not surprised. Yeah. No. Whoever, whoever, whoever won that. Whoever won that. Uh, here's the thing. I think those things are cool, but you have to take it the way it's supposed to be yeah. taken. And the way it's supposed to be taken is it's getting eyes on whatever scene yes, it is, it, it, and yeah, you can't get upset about it. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And um, now if, if like okay. The only way those things would be worth a shit is if some, if they were chosen anonymously by the people who run the thing. It wasn't like the fans get to vote. Yeah. The fucking fans vote. I think it would be. Here's the so thing. So ridiculous. If we had a ten drink awards, we which should actually is not a bad idea. No, I've thought about it many I times. I think people would be surprised. Yeah. Who we would choose? Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right now, some of the people I choose. Oh, you have to go to the bathroom. I forgot to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you didn't go to the bathroom whenever I said we should all go to the bathroom. I was playing ball with a okay. dog. And right. suddenly Chris has become yeah. everybody's parent. I was um, playing catch with the dog. Go I'm sorry. Pee. Go, go. We'll talk without uh, you. But uh, I think people would be surprised at some of my picks because yeah. they wouldn't necessarily be my friends. No. I'll tell you that right well, now. Well, no. I mean, you know, we would. And not that my friends aren't badass, but. No. Right. <laughs> I, I think people would be surprised who would get chosen mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. it's anonymous and we don't know which one of us chose. Sure. And um, I don't know. I think that might be mm. kind of cool. Do we have to take a printer and print out a certificate no. and then frame it and give it to the people? No. As chosen by the Tendrick Minimum staff. <laughs> I, 
Uh, but I would also do like silly awards. But it makes me laugh when the fuck comedians are like, oh man, uh, Albuquerque the magazine, the best comedian was voted. Dude, they let people vote as much time, many times as they want. Yeah. And, and, and. Yeah. And. I don't know. I. Uh, Actually, the only one that I think is worth a shit. Is that New Mexico yep. media? Is it media? And New Mexico Entertainment Magazine. That one. Because mm-hmm. you know what? They only let you vote once. Yep. And 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 then, and then that, that's to get into the nominations. And last year, yeah. it was a fucking shit show because of one fuck, at least the comedy thing, mm-hmm. was a fucking shit show because of some baby dick who didn't know how to just chill the fuck out. Oh, did, they didn't get in. Oh, it's, uh, well, he, he actually made it in, but he was such a baby dick about it. And I was like, just shut up. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Also, uh, if you, if you look up the Mexico Entertainment Awards, <laughs> there's a podcast category. There is. And if you want to vote for, you know. Ten drink minimum. And I think there's a host one. Oh. Me, not Holly. <laughs> just kidding. Wouldn't that be, but here's the thing. That would be fucked if, up. If Chris won. Like, if we were both nominated, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, yeah. we were both nominated. That's now, fucking cool. Now, if Ann won, I would be fucking he would. livid. He would fire me. Um, She's not a host anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the other thing that make, makes me so mad about these things is I genuinely am always happy about whoever wins because I'm like, that's awesome. And people call me fake for that. And I'm sure. like, no, that's who I am as a person. If people are I talk- don't care. If, if, if people are talking about you. <laughs> it means you're doing something right. Yeah, I mean... That's what it is, man. I just think that people... Here's the deal. There's a reason I don't like roasts. I like watching them. I think people who do roasts yeah. are fun. Yeah, they're pretty rough. But I can't. I'm just... Nah. It's not who I am as a person. Because no. I love to tell people how much they're awesome. Right. That's just who I am. And every time I've been part of a roast, I have roasted people with kindness. <laughs> And sometimes that's a good um, tactic because then they don't know what to do. Sure. Because oh, you don't get up there and like uh, start rapping about I your can't. rapping about how shitty your life is, so that it takes away all of their ammunition. <laughs> no. Eight mile. <laughs> no, I just like I say stuff like, "Hey, Chris, you know what I really love about you? It's how much your your glasses are fucking killing it, roasted." Are you are you talking shit to me? Yeah. See. How dare you? <laughs> Someone literally said I was heroin chic the other day. I, that's that's not nice. And I was and, and, that supposed and, and, to be a compliment. I guess. And I was. They're like, you're looking very heroin chic. And I was like, yeah, it's because I had bad health and I had to lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> you're all. Um, and and then they felt bad and they're like, it's oh, they're like, and they're like, I'm very sorry. And I was like, but I did it using heroin. The only per- <laughs> the only people I really roast <laughs> and am mean to are people I actually like know personally. Like Hamster gets all my roasts. Yeah. Because that's how I show affection. Uh, and I think that's also why I have a hard time being mean to people that are not like right, loved right. ones. Same. Because I can't, I don't want to just be mean to be mean. But like, uh, you know, I roast hamster relentlessly every day. As you should. I think that's the key to a strong, healthy relationship. Right. See, now you had to go pee and you left the dog out. <laughs> It's just a shit Smiley's show. fucking up today. Get the write-ups ready. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Oh, my God. If Smiley won best host, oh man, Chris would oh, riot geez. in the streets. No, I would love it. I would think it's great. <laughs> no. Oh, we love yeah. Smiley. Yeah. 
All right, should we end this fucking charade? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. James Smiley, best host. New Mexico <laughs> Entertainment. Well, I'm fine with that. I, as long as we get in the mix. Because we never get... Here's... Let me tell you something. Here's what irritates the fuck out of me. Like, we... I've been doing this 17 years. You've been doing this, like... 10? 10. You've been doing this... Six. six. And... Maybe probably because we're not the nicest people, <laughs> but like we don't get like there's so many things we get looked over for mm -hmm. tons, and it's probably because of the name. Yeah. Um. But I I I sit there and I watch people get picked who've done this for like a minute, and all of a sudden they're like on TV, you know, whatever, and it's like whatever, fine, yeah. fine, and it's and and you know what, it it doesn't upset me. I'm fine with it. Cause it's 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 who we are, and everybody's like, "Oh, you got to change this so you can get a sponsor." Not gonna do it. <laughs> you got to change this so you can make money. Not gonna do it. Yeah. And that's what we do. Well, but and but it, it it is painful to watch people get things that I feel like I feel like we should have got. Yeah. And then I watch them just like fucking untalentlessly shit all over it and fuck it up. <laughs> This is why we don't win awards. That's right. Uh, well, I think we're all brutally honest. This is yeah. exactly how we would sound while accepting it. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, and, and that's me. I mean, like, I'd be up there to get the award, and I'd be like, "Thank God they finally <laughs> opened their <laughs> stupid eyes." And you know, no, I, you know what I mean, though. I uh, yeah, I. I don't know this this year. I feel like. Did you think I was going to say I mean, nice shit? No. No. I knew you weren't. I was bracing for it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I do. You see some shit, and you're like, "Really? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. I do. All right. Which is fine. And all power to those people. Sure. Sure. It, here's how I look at it. I'm not a set a set of the people that got it. I'm and I look at it, and I'm like, I'm not like you didn't deserve. It. I don't look at that at all. No. Dude, no. No. Because no. that because that's bullshit. When it comes to show business, when it comes to this kind of stuff, if someone offers you something and it's a leg up and it's and it's and it's an in. You fucking take it. Yeah. You don't fucking look at the the mirror and go, "Do I deserve it?" You fucking you run with it. You take the ball and you fucking run with it. But it's the gatekeepers, which you know, whatever. That that you know, it, it's the mainstream fucking uh, media of motherfuckers that I just get tired of. And it's like, you 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 safe. You know, they they always play it safe. They fucking fucking. I don't care. <laughs> Chris, Chris, are you okay? No, but okay. no, I am. I am. I just get tired of it. But I don't. I'm not upset at the people who take the opportunity. You yeah, take no, that no, opportunity, no, absolutely. And uh, and I'm proud of you for taking that opportunity because I I fucking that was the one thing I wish someone would have told me back in the day. Yeah. Uh, don't don't have imposter syndrome when somebody says, "Hey, we think you should do this." Say yes. Because it was the moment that I started doing that was the moment I started doing well. Well, and since we're on this subject, and then then we can end it. Sure. So somebody won an award. I'm looking at which award he won. And I don't mind the award winning um, shit. You know, I don't either. But I I think it's worth shouting out. Um. Oh, he won best of the city in Albuquerque the magazine. His Who? name's Benny Martinez. Oh, okay. And he has been around forever, and I look up to him. And mm -hmm. let me tell you why I look up to him. Because he is super positive to everybody. Mm -hmm. He is super supportive, super positive. He hosted the Santa Ana um, Comedy 
um, show thing for years, and he got done dirty. He's oh. been on the radio. He's done so much, and um, people were real fucking shitty about it. Wow. And let me tell you something. There, there, <clears throat> there are people I look up to in comedy, and Benny is one of them. And not because, like, you know, I mean, people can think whatever they want about a comedian's work, but he is stable, reliable, consistent. Mm -hmm. He's kind. He's easy to work with. And, like, he's been doing it for fucking ever. He probably got so many votes because people recognize his fucking name. Right. So, I don't know. I'm here to say I was super happy to see that Benny won that award. I think he deserved it. Not me. He's Full a cop. Stop. He's a cop. <laughs> How he's a dirty dare cop. You? No, I'm just kidding. How fucking dare no, you? No, I'm sure he deserved it. No, he's I'm not upset with somebody who won an award. No. I, I just feel like these gatekeeper media motherfuckers, we got to stop sucking their dick. Yeah. And and look to where you know real fucking shit is, and it's bullshit. Like who cares? Who cares about the fucking local news? Fuck them. <laughs> they tell you bullshit lies anyway. Yeah, they. I'm trying they to get. Do. I'm trying to get these people on the show, who are a bunch of journalists. Uh, and and I don't know. I don't know their their shit. City Desk Albuquerque. Yeah. And supposedly it's like a nonprofit group that they're just trying to do like they're trying to like hold the city accountable for shit. And I was like, hell yeah, that's the kind of people I want on the fucking show. Yeah. I've yeah. seen a couple of their articles. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're the ones who were eating the chips. And I was like, fuck yeah, all subs chips, I'll go eat that shit. I like them. And I like, um, there's a guy on Instagram that does news. And also he makes fun of things in yeah. Albuquerque. I think it's called like Hotspot Albuquerque or oh, something. Okay. And uh, That guy's a cop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> fuck him. There kidding. is another... Um, private news organization all over social media that are in fact cops really and fuck them fuck uh, the police <laughs> that's why they don't come to my house for two hours when someone's breaking in to kill me <laughs> well, let me see here we have they have a name they have a list <laughs> <laughs> burnett uh yeah sorry we're busy you'll be fine super <laughs> busy i will i will say this after after I reported it, it only took the city one month and three weeks to get me a new trash can. Oh my god! So yeah, cool. Things are going great over thanks for here. The, thanks for the new trash can, finally. And <laughs> they, I'm sure, and I'm sure I will be charged for it. They got you a new one. Yes. Oh, that's cool. It only took one month and three weeks. Uh, two. <laughs> what two, did you do with your trash? Uh, we I would have to take it down the street to the Circle K and throw it in their dumpster. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it, it took me two times, three times of reporting it, twice online, and a, and a phone call oh to finally get said trash can. Jesus. Awesome. And see, that that's insane because actually- Good job, Keller. There's there's like a like one of the wind advisory warnings is all about where your trash can is at. If your cat is like, tonight you might be looking for your trash can down the street. Well, <laughs> someone is uh, in my trash can uh, floating down the Rio Grande, so my old one. <laughs> New one's got uh, the address spray painted on the side, so oh. I'll come find it. My, so. my, mine flew away a couple years back. Could, I just could, found a new one. Maybe it's was... got an air tag on it. I don't know. <laughs> it's got an air tag on it. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to let you go with that. Thanks, City of Albuquerque. Here, let's get you the explosions. Boom. Ooh. Thanks, City of Albuquerque. If you don't understand, if you're listening to the audio and you're like, what are the explosions? You got to watch live or you got to yeah. watch the video. So It's good time. Thank you, Holly Ann. Thank you, Smiley. Yeah, thank you. With that. We, we are, are 10 drink minimum. minimum.